McLaughlin. It's not McLaughlin, but it's close. A model and Robert Elias, who worked in a hotel restaurant management. He took the surname of his stepfather, James Downey, when enlisting in the army. Oh, wow. It's okay. It's just a baby Ruth. Oh, here's the old piano player in the abandoned pool routine. Yeah. Now, now the, the honky killer is going to see his wife in the corner. And the wife says, if you don't sleep with me tonight, then I'm telling the authorities about you. So he decides that he will kill her because of that. And then uh. the piano player prevents him. It doesn't make any sense. What does this have to do with anything? Mike, say this movie's bad. I dare you. With the piano, the piano player has a good line, though. He says that she might be your wife, but she's my lady or something like that. That's right. He does. Now, you saw this film, Mike. That is what he You know what? It's an hour and a half into this film. I've been meaning to see this movie all my life. Here we go. That's the line. She may be your wife, but she's my woman. I've been waiting to see this movie for a long time, since I read about it in Playboy magazine in the 80s. And then I realized- I don't know that, Steve, that this show is all based upon the fact that YouTube- Mike used to read periodicals about movies, and he would never see them, but he would learn all about them. Yeah. Now we can see them all. We're talking about like real shitty movies, like this movie or stuff yeah. that you, the only way you can see it is by reading some guy's version yeah, of it. You would come across it. That's impressive. Right. You'd have to go down to the Zigfield for an 11 o'clock showing on a Wednesday. If you want. You had to go to a, a, a flea market and buy it on video cassette. If you're right. Looking. Yeah. But it's all on YouTube. And uh, I figured for a movie show, we might as well make it talk over, you know, movie shows sometimes your show doesn't, Steve, but I feel like some movie shows, they last longer than the movie itself. So we might as well watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's appropriation. We're, we're remixing existing content for our own yes, uh, product. As, as you should. This, this is the best thing that's happened to this film in a long time. <laughs> now he is, okay, there goes the gas. Yes. It's kind of disturbing. As a Jew, as a Jew, I'm going to say this is disturbing. <laughs> they showed this on Israeli television. How cruel! Touchy, touchy, touchy. They might have just purchased a film, and uh, the guy who made the subtitles, he must have known. I don't think anyone watched this ever. You know, and they probably show it twice a day. Now, why is the gas near the keeper? She fucked up. Talk to Con Ed about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> What about the baby penguin? Is it going to get gassed too? Well, see, that's the thing. Didn't we already see this? Didn't they already die? Didn't they go all through the pearly gates? Now we're seeing it again. It it doesn't, it's... Yeah. Oh, I am acting. And also <laughs> choking on real smoke. <laughs> they were method actors, but not by choice for the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh cool what's on tv it's closed circuit yeah <laughs> it's outside the door of the pound state of the art 1970 okay i want you to stay still and pretend you're dead keep your eyes open go okay we're gonna do some yoga we're gonna start with some down dog poses elise was breathing Oh, babies. 
personal touch. Breathing, breathing. Where are those hands? It was a, what are we? Kind of oh, balls. Nice. Someone else's balls. To be fair, I saw, I don't know, have you guys been uh, to, uh, have you ever had the chance to go to uh, Mount Vesuvius over in Italy? No, I would like to go there for Pompeii. Yes. So that's where I was going with this. There actually is a, you know, because there, there's a lot of um, yes. remains caught in like, you know, a, like a, a shell of, of lava kind of thing that they have. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, these bodies. And one of them looks, there's two or three of them look like they were masturbating when they, they went. You know, the, It's really fascinating because you're getting to really see like a time machine. Yeah. That's exactly the snapshot of their death. And you see the whole preserved Roman city. It's true. It's, it's one of my bucket list items. Yeah, yeah. Definitely highly recommend. Oh, this is the... Hey, is this, is this the metaphorical boat, the river Styx? Are they now in purgatory? Oh, this is... I oh. No, I couldn't tell you. Ooh, classy. The end credits show the uh, cast their pictures so I could know who Carol Cardwell is. Wow. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had just watched Hound from 1970. Okay. Steve Maison, it's, man, you are probably the best guest we've had. You got it. What'd you think of this movie? I, 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 like I said, it, it became very clearly, even, even with Carl's help, um, I, I feel like I would have to watch it twice as many times as he has. So like 15 to even understand it as well as he has. It's, it was just so all over the place. And again, I, I get that that's the point, that it, but it's, 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 it's weird. Instead of being one kind of thing interspersed with some awkward or weird avant-garde stuff, it really is just crazy. I, I was thrown off by the parts that some, suddenly are lucid and make sense. Right. You, they're welcome when you see them. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and I guess that's part of it, the reaction that, yeah, it brings you back, thinks you're, you're on a normal setting, and then, yeah, throws you right back into crazy stuff but uh like i said I, I, even this like this this looks if you just showed me this clip i'd be like oh what's this this looks like probably it was a good movie in the 60s or something <laughs> yeah it looks looks right right yeah no he, this guy knows how to set up a shot and, and shoot it execute it that was a, that was stolen does, for uh the first uh uh texas chainsaw massacre there the closing of that door well, you know we saw Right, we saw eggshells. Right, Mike. The the we saw the a film he yeah. made before Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was another hippie film. That one was much better than this one, right, Mike? Yeah. So Toby Toby Hooper Toby, uh, made eggshells, which is like a hippie commune comedy. Yeah. And uh, never went anywhere. Carl did a lot of research, and basically, it was it just played film uh, students uh, festivals. Yeah, it played and, at uh, colleges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these, I, these credits are wacky. They're I love Funhouse from Toby Hooper. That That's was, a great yeah. movie. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me. That movie. Scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah, I like that film. I actually thought about that a lot. So what do you think of this film, Mike? I have to say I liked it. Uh, I, you know, and I, I've been meaning to see this movie for a while, so I did watch it uh, beforehand, partially because, you know, with a guest, you know, sometimes it helps if I see it beforehand so we can talk about it. But mm -hmm. I, it's interesting that the plot itself, it's very experimental, meaning there's no, either they're going to talk about dying or they're going to die. 
and uh, all the other stuff is a little weird. But yeah, I like Lucidity. I think this is one of his better shot, better produced films. Uh, yeah. So I, I would recommend it. You know, no one's going to watch it anyway. It's not like, oh boy, I can't wait to watch <laughs> West uh, Village Hippies uh, pretend they're dogs. Prince. Okay, wow. my turn. My turn. Yes, Carl. What do you think? I of hated this film. It was terrible. This film <laughs> made me like Greaser's Palace. Okay, yes, it was shot well. Okay, that's true. That's technical. I mean, this is supposed to be entertainment, and I'm yeah. waiting for the film to end. <laughs> By two cents. Well, there you go. Well, thank Robert you. Robert, it was funny at the end credits there. Robert Downey didn't, he didn't get a little photo, did he, at the end? No, no you're no, right. He's, he he's, didn't. he's listed as Bob Downey, uh, next, right below Allison Downey's credit <laughs> on the sporting cast. Well, you know, I would like to keep this uh, video running so we could look at some of the uh, Israeli MGM promos. Maybe we could get to that, that sexy video. We could, we could cue it and end it. But uh, I am excited. We do the show every week. We're on Mutiny Radio every Sunday, and then our podcast drops Sunday night, L-W-A-F-O-M-O-Y-T. Carl, next week's movie, oh, it is a killer. We're going to be watching 1979 Killer Fish. One word, Killer Fish. Mm. One word, trailer, killer, F-I-S-H, one well, word. Yeah, you know, actually, because we, um, I want this MGM video to keep playing, and I didn't really look for a trailer. Oh. We're just going to have to make up the trailer. I don't know. Steve Maison, would you care to give us the trailer? To no, Killer there's Fish? one. There's one. It's 19. Oh, there is? Yes. You want to do right. one of your trailers? Mike uh, does this funny thing in which he goes, in a world with. And then yes. <laughs> okay, here we go. New Dimension Films presents. Dun-dun. Hey, I got bagels. Oh, we love bagels. Did you get cream cheese? Did I get cream cheese? Not only did I get cream cheese, but I got this lox. Man, it is some killer oh, fish. <laughs> oh, it's wow. really. Lee Majors, Margot Hemingway. This is great. And then, I don't know if you guys have the uh, closed captioning on this, <clears> but <throat> it's Israeli, and then the closed captioning gives you the English version. So without her beautiful food alone, Move Canyon, usually they receive civilian organic international from my plane today. It's not like a little friendly more reality. It's just a metaphor of liquid carefully. This is a uh, auto-generated American uh, English subtitles for uh, Hebrew. Liquid carefully has mathematically nice. Wilter Stevenson. Because... Hey, can I do a uh, trailer for Killerfish? Yes, please, Steve. <clears throat> you remember him from The Godfather. You remember him from Barney Miller. But this time, he's an assassin. Abe Vigoda is killer fish. Rated R. <laughs> yeah, killer fish. I love it. Very nice. Fishes foster children not admitted without a parent. Remember Mike, he was do you have a recommended movie? Yeah. Because there's ads. Do you have a recommended channel? Oh, here it is. I, I, I gotta play this. By the way, it says I'm the Negro of the Wilderness. Sometimes I mean. So this this knight sits down and gives a rose and he eats food, and uh, she's in love with him and they go out. It's an ad for a porno station. I promise you. Wow. So weird, but that yeah, that alternate version. 
of like a I know I've never seen like a virgin as an advertisement. <laughs> Axe body spray, like a virgin. <laughs> I did hear like a virgin play at a McDonald's in the eighties. I don't know if that counts. She's got a rose. Virgin? You're talking about Madonna's song? Yeah. Hot VOD movies. Okay. Hot VOD as in body? As in video on demand. Okay. Hot. But that I'm sure that was like a porn advertisement. VOD. Video on demand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hot VOD movies. Okay. Next time you visit Israel, make sure you check out uh, Hot VOD on demand. Well, all right. Well, cool. We've heard uh, two trailers for Killer Fish already. Carl, do you have a Killer Fish or are we done? I, I do not have a Killer Fish trailer. And I'm also trying to find it for next week. You know, I got to start watching it. Uh, it's I'll out there. One, one word. The reason You know the reason why I picked this movie. Lee Majors? No, it was, yeah, I think Lee Majors is in it. Yeah. It was, it was released the same day as uh, Star Trek, the motion picture. Oh, what are you going to go see? Hmm. <laughs> uh, we also, Star Trek sold out, but Killer Fish wow. is playing in cinema too. Killer Fish has a fantastic movie poster. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. Doesn't look like Jaws at all. No. Or Piranha. Great, yeah. Who's, yeah. Who still made those movies in 1970? It's crazy. All right, well, that is our film. Steve Maison. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. It was a, it was a blast. I hope to, I hope to be invited back. Uh, that was great. I hope yeah. you guys will come and talk movies with me on the Maison Movie Club. And yeah, I, thanks for having me. Let thank us know when so Killer much. Fish hits. We'll, we'll do a tie-in. Deal. Yeah. So Maison <laughs> Movie Club, it's really good. Uh, check it out. And if you're on Facebook, you can join in and give your comments and do the porn titles, uh, as well as Instagram, Twitter. I'm just yeah. Yeah, yes, please. Yeah. Find me, Steve Mazon, M-A-Z-A-N, on any of those platforms, and I announce the film, and I would love your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a corporate uh, professional performance, so it does not, his time here does not reflect his act when you hire him for a professional. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. I adjust, adjust for the venue. Perfect. Well, very cool. And uh, Carl, would you like to promote my movie on Amazon Prime, The Thieves Code? Uh, yeah, The Thieves Code, and you are uh, very good in it. You get really mad. Now, look, watch it on Amazon Prime, but you got to watch it all the way to the end. You got to let the just walk out of the room after Mike's part and let the credits roll. That's very sweet. I'm on, I'm in like 52nd minute of the movie, so 42nd minute. Nice. So you just fast forward to 42. Uh, Tony Sparks is in the movie, he plays a bartender named Tony Star, uh, Sparks. Yeah, oh, nice. That's horrible. He is horrible. He is horrible in that film. <laughs> I don't have anything, to, you know, just let's Obviously. be honest. It was terrible. He did a terrible job. I like the rest of the film, and I liked your performance, too. All right. Well, hey, you know, you said it, not me. So uh, <laughs> the godfather of uh, uh, San Francisco comedy has some criticism. Has some critics, I guess. But yeah, you have yeah. to check out the movie to see it. Thank you, everyone. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, Carl, uh, check out Carl at Scotty's in Scottsdale. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove every weekend I'm hosting. But just go to carlsucks.com. But don't worry about me. Worry about Mike. Worry about seeing the Thieves Code on Amazon Prime. All right, yeah. Steve, Carl, that's been our show audience. Thank Thanks, you guys, guys so much.
Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Pam Benjamin. See you next week. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. And you're going to hear all about how she got started in comedy. Also on the show today, Quatemuk Silva, coming in the second hour around 5 o'clock. Stay call the low part of a song right before it crescendos again the low point of the song we're also checking your mic levels the bridge we're at the bridge take it to the bridge take a free ride yeah you guys this radio show is free (laughs) you know that's why that's my theme song my guest, 
Oh, yeah, get ready. She's putting on her makeup. <laughs> She's getting yeah. mascara on. I'm told you know, that it's radio. Podcasting is definitely a visual uh, experience. It's, it's, that's the beauty of it. You look amazing, by the way. Already, it looks like you have a lot of makeup on already. You just didn't get the <laughs> eyeshadow. The, what is yeah, it? Just, the, the mascara just some wasn't. Mascara. All right, put it on. How's my radio voice? You're sultry, seductive. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You were stepping on I was stepping on your All cord. Right. I won't yank your chain has anymore. Been um, good question. Oh, was it was on the floor when I got says here. Grab. <gasps> Grab it. All right, you guys. This is Will Brown. You're listening to funny people, including Will Brown, my guest. Christy B is here. I'm always afraid of saying your name wrong. Christy Bana, right? All right, I nailed it on the first try. Bonna I usually, I usually do. Um. She is a hilarious comedian. I've heard her perform a couple times here at Muni Radio on Friday nights. You guys, and I'll just do the plugs while she finishes applying makeup, finding sanitizing wipes. I mean, you know, that's what we're that's what we gotta do these days. And I didn't do it. Uh, I'm not a good host in some ways. But you know what? I brought her some chips. We got some snacks. We're gonna sit down and chat <laughs> about the comedy scene here in San Francisco. Um, so, Christy, I think I met you here. It was either Joke Workshop on a Monday night at 6 o'clock. The comedians come and share their jokes. Yes, sir. Actually, the first time we met was a Friday morning. And then Friday night. the rest is history. Yes. And I thought you were hilarious. <laughs> In that it's over. In that it's over. <laughs> Thank oh, you for having me. damn. You and goodbye. No. <laughs> wow. She cold. She cold, y'all. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, um, I mean, I've heard you like maybe three, four times, and I'm like, you're hilarious. I want you to be on my show. I want to know more about you. From what I remember, you're a lawyer. You can test my Correct. memory. Correct. I take notes and stuff. You know what? The power went off in my I usually have my notes printed out, and that impresses people. Like <laughs> 28 font, size font. Oh, I'm my. Old. This but man is. I remember you are, well, your family at least is Egyptian. Yes. So how does an Egyptian lawyer get into comedy? I mean, like, what? <laughs> Where did How you does start? anyone get into comedy? It's called trauma. No, uh, <laughs> no I just, I, I have uh, fun, you know, family members and, <laughs> you know, lots of levity and love. And I, I also just, I do think part of it has been, tra- I've just always been obsessed with comedy since I was a kid. Who were some of your favorites, your early favorites? I'd say I have two older siblings, and so I, I really credit part of that to just having a a little bit of a taste that's older than uh, me too, people me my too. Uh, age, basically. So mm-hmm. I was basically watching TV that I should not have been watching. Right on. You know, but obviously, as everyone says this was like SNL, of course. Yeah. But also. Gilda um, Radner. Yes. And also what's cool is we didn't just watch the ones on Saturday nights, my sister would also get a bunch of VHS, old <gasps> SNL, like greatest hits, la la la. So, and then, um, of course, I love Lucy. Yes, yeah. she's so funny. Ricky Ricardo, probably the first Latino guy on television that I can think of. Somebody Google that. I think it's true. I saw. I read. I heard a podcast about it. I read a podcast about <laughs> it. Um, that he was he was like producing the show and everything. He was like, a, you know, groundbreaking. Well, I can't eat these goldfish because ah, uh, crunch, crunch. I mean, some people, I guess, like the ASMR of it, but mm. I would feel like an ASS if I did it. 
So some people just cannot handle chewing. I'm kind of one of those people. And really? Just like, why would you chew into a microphone? My best friend is the same. He's told me a few times I got corn nuts. He was just like, I can't with the corn nuts. Oh, my. We were on a road trip. And I'm like, it's cor- it's a road trip. Yeah. Corn nuts. Well, chewing in person is very different than chewing into a microphone. That's, Good point. I would say that your road trip friend is atypical. High strung. <laughs> to put it charitably. <laughs> um, that's funny, corn nuts. I, I love Inca corn and Quitos, those like fancy uh, Quicos, those fancy corn nuts from Whole Foods and Way Trader Joe's. Quicos. Ooh, that is so fancy. good. Which is why my pandemic theme song was I've been living on a diet of corn nuts and rain. <laughs> and I just ran out of corn nuts. <laughs> True story. So you've been getting by on rage lately? Yeah. Well, I would, I mean, the pandemic was, you know, for everyone, probably the full spectrum of human emotion. Just pain, fear, uncertainty, uh, a lot of anger, a lot of just incompetence. Um, yeah. How long did it take to get this virus network? Oh, my God. At that note, here's how I've been dealing with the pandemic. <laughs> Woo! Cheers, Christy. You, you became a Foley artist in the pandemic? Um, I became my drinking skills. Kicked it, I kicked it up a notch. I've, been, I've chilled out since then. Cheers. Oh, you got an IPA. I do. You're the boy from Ipanema. Ipa. Soma. It's Soma IPA. That's what I'm having right now, everybody. This podcast and everything I say from here on out is, is brought to you by. Brought to you by. Not sponsored, but just brought to you by. So That's blame a good way them. To put it. I'm waiting for a sponsorship. I am nonstop plugging comedy shows, <laughs> snack foods. I'm like, who will sponsor right. Somebody's me? Somebody's Kona Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. This podcast was inflicted upon you <laughs> by Kona Brewing Company. Kona, because we're sad. <laughs> Because the pandemic ain't over yet, people. Exactly. How, so, I mean, how has it affected you? Did you get the Did you get those shots? Did you get the microchip implanted oh in your God. arm? Like no, I'm I waiting did? on the five G chip. Okay. Still, I'm on the list for that. You know, I'm just the least eligible bitch in the land. Um, I'm, too young, I'm still trying. Too, too young. Just a few pounds short of obese. Oh come on, <laughs> that is not even uh, true. Shut up. They won't Stop know. It. It's not. A visual <laughs> medium. <laughs> True. So I've actually, so I actually have a lot of jokes about growing up in LA in the '90s and early aughts, oh. and being in a specific part of LA where, and time where the body image uh, ideal was Paris brutal, Hilton. Brutal. Paris Hilton, right? Yeah. And so I, I realize like I have all these jokes about being like, oh yeah, ha ha ha. My body, everyone talks about now, everyone loves the hourglass figure, but no one likes yes. my body type, which is reverse hourglass, <laughs> just goes out in the middle. Stands running out. Yeah. Okay. And which people is- are like, that's not true, blah, blah, blah. And now I realize like, I need to take a leaf out of Daniel Day Kim and Nikki Glaser's uh, book <laughs> and say, like, I grew up thinking that I was extremely fat and ugly. You know, mm-hmm. like, they are very vocal about kind of the way that the terrible body image culture and, you know, beauty industry has impacted 
and racism (laughs) has impacted you know so much um and so i think that's a good way of describing it so i'm trying to now tweak my jokes to because my goal isn't to get everyone in on like laughing at me the goal is to at least just set the stage for like this is why i have a great personality but also such a low opinion of myself Ah, and i'm working on it (laughs) low self-esteem it's a great motivator exactly to buy all those beauty products. Deodorant was the first one off my list, much to the chagrin of my people around me at times. My people. Um, the people in my yurt. The people in my radius. Were, yeah, okay, fair. My yurt, yes. And you were the, uh, the first and the last person to use deodorant in that yurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but have you tried those like crystal deodorants that don't work and the Toms of Maine doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Not even the toothpaste works for Toms of Maine. I don't know how they made it for so long. I don't know. No, I, I've tried the crystal deodorant. Tried the Toms. Yeah, it's. I do still use natural deodorant though. Really? Unless I'm wearing like a silk shirt, and it's <laughs> a, an important day. Yeah. Like I'm. Right. You know, and, and then I'm gonna like, you know, give me that aluminum in my armpit. Right, aluminum, and it's like linked to Alzheimer's, all kinds of not great stuff. Um. But that's why I stopped using it. But yeah, you're right. I was a massage therapist for about five, six, seven years. Wow. Um, and I was like, on a hot day, I was like, nobody wants sweaty pits in their right. face while they're getting a right. massage. It's rude. I it's had, rude. I had to use. You have to have breast cancer in order to be polite. Right. That's yeah. what we got to do to ourselves these days. <laughs> right. But um, kind of circling back to what we were saying, like, I think that it is interesting to think about these changing body types and um I just I just think there's a lot of humor to be had certainly about about that trauma so that's that was definitely a big part of you know Mm -hmm. I think if you have a really great personality as an adult it's because you were overweight had (laughs) acne really really short some there has to have been something because most attractive shitty people (laughs) I mean some people are some people are ugly, ugly ducklings yeah, exactly. that turn into swans. That's my favorite type, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But and some yeah. people are, you know, ugly on the inside and outside, and vice versa, and you know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I but did have a theory for a while. I'm like, you have such a good personality. Did you have acne? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I had the well, worst. Well, you look kind. great. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I had I, I had this joke. I was work- This is another thing we can do. We can workshop your jokes. Mm. She gets here. She's like, "What are we talking about?" I'm like, "Whatever we want." I would want. love to workshop some jokes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm no Pam Benjamin, but I will give you my thoughts, my feedback, my hot take. I would love all three. All right. Um. Work up. Work, do you have your set list? Like how? So okay. I, first of all, where did you first go on that? Let's like start a little bit at the beginning. Okay. You're from LA. Yes. Uh, when did you first grab a microphone and stand up on a stage? Was it here at Mutiny? No. The very first time was once, that it, for comedic purposes and not to give a eulogy or a wedding okay. speech, you mean? They're like, <laughs> can you do the toast at the wedding? Or I, did, I did a type five at my grandma's funeral. Okay, right. No, I'm, that's a joke. Uh, but <laughs> the very first time was uh, April 2018. And then I never did it again okay. until end of 2019, and then started getting serious about it January 2020, and did it seriously for two months, and then took a pandemic-long break, right? and then started back up again 
February of okay. this year. Right, so recently. I guess, I don't know, when people are like, how long have you been dabbling in the comedic arts? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Dribs and drabs. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I usually just say, like, I guess all kind of comes out in the wash and I say like, oh, about a year because I have always been thinking about comedy and writing yeah. it, but it, I never had like the courage and uh, time Chutzpah. time to like go time. up. Yeah, you're, you have a job and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed you got here at four. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so that's the thing. And yeah, I like it. It's been a nice thing I, I, I love writing, too. I mean, I've, I was writing the whole pandemic, so I wasn't performing. did yeah. a couple of Zoom, Zoom shows and Zoom open mics, but yeah. I don't ever want to do that again. I know. It's so boring, right? And it's just awkward, the pauses and the delays and the right. Wi-Fi cutouts. And it just does not lend itself to comedy as well as it no. could. No. It's, it's more alienating than it is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> than it is fun. So... I did make a couple of good friends on Zoom mics during the heart of the pandemic when it was like Fair. nobody's leaving the house. Uh-huh. There's really nothing else to do. If you want to communicate with people, you're going to have to do it online. Heather, I don't know if you ever heard Heather Rogue, if you've ever run into her on a Zoom. or She was on my show. like She was like one of the first four or five episodes. She's hilarious. She's in Sacramento. Amazing. I think she's finally coming out to San Francisco to perform. <laughs> At Asiento uh, in a week or two. Actually, I might have. I'm not quite sure. I'd have to see a photo of her because I went to Sac a few few mics in Sac. You did a few mics in Sac? How was it? It was great. Yeah? It was really funny and rowdy. There's a place called Vinny's. I think it's an Italian eatery slash bar. And it was like one of those super crazy rowdy where you're just – Yelling jokes over people. Really? Everybody's just chiming in you know whenever what, they feel though? like it. I felt like I won the evening because I got everyone to shut up. Yeah. Um, and I did that by pretending to make a wedding speech. Okay. So I got out a, a wine glass and a fork and I was just like, clink, 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 clink. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Me, Somebody's I... getting proposed to or something. Right. Listen up. We're going to hear this. Sometimes you can also get everyone to be quiet if you say, like, excuse me, everyone. Sh- well, the owner of a... Um, <laughs> Honda Civic, silver license plate number. Just kidding, everyone be quiet. Give me, please, four minutes. <laughs> and then launch in. Well, it sounds like maybe your family you had to throw some elbows to get airtime. <laughs> just a guess. Just a shot in the dark. I don't, you know what's funny? I didn't. I feel like I could have, you know, I always just could say what I wanted to if I needed to. But I just, I've always just been a naturally loud obnoxious person and my voice carries and Mm -hmm. I learned early on that I could use it as a weapon (laughs) and guess what it still is sometimes it stings I can feel it I'm trying to stay on your good side no you're you're giving me you're giving me what you said you're the youngest are you the youngest yeah okay I'm the youngest too oh how many siblings three and a half three and a half siblings which half up dad had one on the side Mm. okay step (laughs) <laughs> yeah You're like, three and a half thank god it was the upper half right it would have been worse if it had come after me yeah, yeah. nobody likes having the baby position stolen oh i meant the the torso not the <laughs> yeah the, that's the upper half so like we could still talk we do look alike yeah but so um 
Yeah, I mean, as the youngest, you're just trying to, you know, sometimes you're just trying to get a word in. You, you got to use your words because everybody's bigger than you. Right. No, that's a that's a really good point. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I guess maybe one day I'll, I'll bother to really figure out why I'm so loud. I think for me, I always just, growing up in L.A., it, it became very apparent to me early on that if you're not going to get attention or accolades by the way you look, you have to then have smart and have something good to say. Yes. And you have to, like, and be quick. And, you know, that's, that's always just what gave me joy, too, was comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like part of my... I, I, say, I think this is weird because I, I don't know if it's cool to, like, credit this, but I, I think Animaniacs, do you remember that show? I vaguely, I, was I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a scotch older than you, okay. so that was maybe a little bit younger. Animaniacs was, like, one of those shows where it was, like, peak, just at that, like, perfect bubble where it was super funny to me, but it was also a little bit more sophisticated than... And it was very, like, inside baseball Hollywood. Like, they're always, like, self-referencing Warner Brothers Studios and la, la, la. Uh. So, anyway. But, so I don't think it w- I necessarily had to elbow people. But I think for me it was just, like, you can't be ugly and stupid, Christy. <laughs> so pick a lane. You're going to have to bring it in the personality category. Yeah. Abs- the category is... <laughs> English Woody. honors realness. Oh. Were you one of those AP students? AP eleganza. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right well, you're bringing it in both categories now. Thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Of course. <gasps> yes. Who's okay. your favorite? Right now, currently, Got Mick. Got, got Mick has oh, got I was going to say, who's your favorite uh, winner, winner of the past? Yeah. Ugh. There's so many good ones. I know. Uh, Bianca Del Rio has a very... Uh, so funny. Very special place in my heart. Because yeah. I feel like <laughs> she acts how I act. So, like, we have a very similar alter ego. Uh-huh. Like, everyone in law school thought I was from New York. Yeah. And I was like, why? Three reasons. <laughs> you talk real fast. You wear a lot of black. And for whatever reason, your default voice is like... A Long Island, like, oh, all right, well, let's get some Pinot Grigio, two straws, and we'll call it a day. All right. You know, people were like, why? Is that how are you? And I remember, actually, this is, sorry to just launch into an uh, unsolicited anecdote, but <laughs> there is one very funny moment where we were reading some case from, like, the early 1900s where it was all about, like, uh, in the olden days before shatterproof glass, like, when it was just, like, the original first uh, motor vehicles oh my god death traps you they would, were. yeah death traps you get in an accident and then the, the sh- you know if the collision didn't kill you the shards, shards of, glass, of glass like everywhere lacerations everywhere yeah and so then they finally invented the the shatterproof glass where it just kind of shatters in place right and this was a lawsuit about like against the car company for windshields or whatever and they showed an ad it was like false advertising like we thought this was going to um not chatter, blah, 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 got injured. And they, in law school, they made us sometimes read parts of the cases aloud. And this case was particularly funny because it had an (laughs) old-timey early 1900s ad about the shatterproof (laughs) glass, and I was asked to read it. 
They're and like, so, who can do a good job on this? They Christy. didn't know. They call, they would call on you, uh, cold call on you, and just like pick you out of nowhere. And it just happened to be me. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna use an old timey voice. So I was like, <laughs> In today's society, everyone's driving cars. You need shatterproof glass. And like everyone was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and only like two people who were my friends were laughing. And then yeah. later on, my friend told me the funniest thing. She said that somebody turned around and whispered to her. Where is she from? <laughs> and I was like, Ah, yes, uh, that that really landed. Make, where did you go to law school in LA? Uh, Berkeley. Berkeley. Oh, yeah. Right. That that's, brought, yeah. So that's what brought you up to the Bay Area. Yeah, I, I went here for undergrad and for law school, Berkeley. So I just kind of have spent most of my adult life in the Bay Area and love it, and that's why I've she's stuck around. She's smart. For a she's smart. She's wicked smart and liberal. <laughs> Got it. Are you, Are you liberal? from Boston? No, I'm from West Virginia. I am a liberal. We need you. We need lawyer. We need liberal lawyers. God knows you don't make as much money as the. I'm I'm not a social justice lawyer, but I the pro bono stuff I do is by virtue of that social justice. Oh. I do employment law, a lot of advice and counsel and litigation. Girl, I don't. I don't want to talk. Okay, you don't want to <laughs> talk about work. I feel you. I feel you. I don't like talking about my job either. Um, but it's good to know. It's good to know. If I have a quick question about, can I sue for this? Right. I'll shoot you a. All right. I'll shoot you a message. And I'll give you advice as a friend without forging an (laughs) attorney-client relationship. Good, because I'm not paying for it. For liability purposes, perfect. Those beer, that beer and that goldfish. Girl. That's your payment. I love how you're uh, arranging it into like a coral reef. (laughs) It's a school. It's a school. School is in. (laughs) They're chasing each other's tails. These goldfish. Brought to you by. Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. Doesn't it? Uh, we'll we'll farm. put the pep in your farm. <laughs> I don't know. Back to now, the, laced with cocaine. <laughs> Just kidding, not laced with cocaine. <laughs> that, that was my lawyer liability. Like you can't say that. The lawyers, the no, lawyers hate your copy. That will never fly. <laughs> I know. I've always thought it would be fun to be like a lawyer, but like for an advertising firm, just to be like, no, no, you can't say that. We're gonna get sued for that. No, no, you can't say that. We're gonna get sued for that. Right. Like we gotta run it by legal first. You have to make. A lot of, a lot of decisions when it comes to advertising and trademark, and that that would be a fun area of the law. I think it would be fun to be a. It would also be fun to just be like ad ad copy or be like an ad man. I wonder how ad people really felt about when Mad Men came out. They probably uh, were really happy because I would yeah. be like, "Oh, so you're like Don Draper?" Yeah, and they're like, "Uh, yes, yes, I'm exactly <laughs> like Don Draper. I do not spend fifteen hours." A day at a computer. Um, I have martinis in the office starting at 10 a.m. <laughs> I love that show for the furniture, the appliances. Like they had that everything. period piece everything. nailed down, the fashion. Just every detail the writing, oh. the directing, the, all the character development. Like that's one of my all time favorite shows for sure. It's so good. And I mean, how much money do you think the tobacco industry was paying them to keep that show on the air? I was like, they don't need any sponsorship. The tobacco company's probably giving them boatloads of money just to smoke on TV as much as they did. It was nonstop smoking. Not, and again, not inaccurate. I actually have not done any uh, research into that concept. Like, probably, but I'm also thinking, like, huh, how much of that was monetarily uh, driven and how much of it was just for authenticity, authenticity or accuracy, you know, that people really were smoking that much. Girl, I'm sitting here vaping nonstop. I hope it's not <laughs> bothering you. Let no, me it's know fine. It it's better than chewing. 
you won't get oh any, my god you yeah. won't get any um complaints out of me for okay my brother chews tobacco to this day uh, oh wow nicotine is very addictive and we grew up in west virginia so okay at my high school we had a smoking section get at my high out. school and a chewing section <gasps> that's how you know i'm fucking from west virginia for section. real yeah that's where when the real we call them the creekers if you live near the creek which flooded you know because that's where the cheap land was right the real poor people in west virginia live near oh, the my creek goodness. we were hillers they were like those goddamn hillers think they so good because they got that you know isn't it great that the hills are always beverly hills yes uh the virginia <laughs> west virginia hill everywhere the hills are alive with the sound of superiority <laughs> The sound of hoes and hums and derisive language at those people below. Even here, like <laughs> Knob Hill and all, all the hills. All the hills. That's all the hills. Um, okay, so I have some, unless you have uh, another question. I got, I'm, I'm here ready for to, you, I'm girl. ready to work. Workshop it. Let's hear it. This work isn't going to shop itself. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, so I have been working. So I actually try to write like a new f- five minutes either every week or every other week. And, but I, but the problem is that I'll just kind of go up on Mondays and be like, all right, I'm just going to sort of (laughs) say what I want to say and see if it's kind of funny. And then half, like 90% of it, I never like truly do the work. So this time I was trying to develop a thread around anxiety and depression and starting with just the idea that I'm so bad at meditating, which is true. Like Mm -hmm. I can meditate for all of 70 seconds okay before i'm like i have this 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 and that to do also you know it's sort of like the blank canvas meditation is the blank canvas for my to-do lists <laughs> you're like i gotta write this down before i forget okay i'm gonna start meditating yeah exactly. I, 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 let me just like scribble a few notes down and then I, then my mind will be clear and then i can really s- settle in right 100 percent. yeah i know what you're talking about and so i do a quick impression of me meditating which is basically Taking a deep breath, exhaling, and then immediately opening my eyes with a horrified look on my face. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's ba- it's, it's just true. And so I, want, I guess I want to talk about, like, one of the things, for example, I get stressed out easily. I can manage stress very well, but it doesn't um, – there are certain things that make me super anxious. Like, I thought it would be funny because it's true, just the sheer thought of – the novella that is the Cheesecake Factory menu. Oh, my God. Just because there's so many options. And, like, I, I this is I don't know if there's – there's got to be jokes about the Cheesecake Factory. I don't really know. But as long – since I was, like, in high school, I was like, I hate the Cheesecake Factory. Too many choices. Too many choices. Portions are too big. There's just no GD way that something – that every cuisine in the land can be done well – in the same There's restaurant. like 300 menu options. There's no glossary or table of contents. Right. There's no cliff notes. And they will not surprise you if you ask them to surprise you between a chicken salad and a cob salad. Sometimes I do that and they're like, ma'am, we're not allowed to do that. And, I, and I'm just like. No substitutions. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And then they point to a, a, a little sign at the very uh, back of the menu that says, no whimsy. No whimsy? Yeah. No, there's You're no. like, that's my brand. Yeah. That's a good no one. No spontaneity and no whimsy. Yes. It's it's store policy. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. Basically, I just the Cheesecake Factory. I'm I'm sure they do a lot of good things well. I I haven't been there in probably 
seven or eight years, and the only time I had, and the only reason it was seven or eight years ago was because I, there was a company Christmas dinner you there. had to go. Uh, exactly. You're like, it's free, I'll be there, but I'm not happy about right. it. Right, and I was, you know what, and I was still, was still mad, because <laughs> I went, and I was mad. like, I don't like this food! I got, like, some, like, seared ahi tuna salad, and it was terrible. The dressing was too sweet, the ahi was tough. <laughs> Are you tough. sure you're not from like was, Long Island or New York or it Manhattan? It was too tough. It was too. Th- well, that's not. What is that? Too tough. Was that like Bronx? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's Bronxy. That's okay. Yeah. So we went from meditation to the Cheesecake Factory. That's a huge leap right there. Well, it was medita- It was anxiety to meditation, anxiety. and then back to anxiety to Cheesecake Factory. Video. So anxiety is the common thread. Right. You're like, okay, somewhere. I think your sweet spot is going to be somewhere in between complete blank slate meditation. And <laughs> the overwhelm of the Cheesecake Factory menu. Right. Wh- where's your sweet spot, girl? Let's get into the groove. I don't, kn- I don't know. I mean, I'm still learning about my style, so I don't ha- really know if I have a spot yet. But obviously, that's the goal. Um, where's your happy place? Where do you go? Let's see. Um, He's just pulled out a <laughs> very well, well-worn... For the for the for the Notes. non for the visually impaired, which is everybody listening to this, Christy's now flipping through yeah. her. So there's that. I mean, I guess I can book. go. Oh yeah, I I feel my my negative thoughts are like a very long line of people waiting to get into a club, <laughs> and my brain is the worst bouncer. Just like you, get in here, everyone, get in here. No IDs. Everyone come in. No cover There's charge. There's just no, yeah. <laughs> there is no gatekeeping whatsoever for these negative thoughts. Um, the velvet rope is worn thin. Exactly. Uh, there is no velvet rope. Snapped in two. Um, so there's a, one of that. And then I, 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 you weren't here on Monday, were you? No. I was not. Yeah, so this is when I did this four minutes. And I then kind of go on from anxiety to depression Depression is also really hard. It's really hard to get yourself to be motivated. But you know what? I'm actually pretty proud of myself because I just finished an off-Broadway play called A Streetcar Named (sighs) (laughs) Indifferent. Get it, Blanche. Is it with it, Blanche? Blanche Devereaux. Devereaux. Oh, 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 oh. No, is that Golden Girls? A streetcar named Desire. Oh my God. I just said a streetcar named Desire, and still, you say I Blanche, went. and I'll still go Golden Blanche Devereaux. Yeah. yeah, she's the queen. But so wait, what? No, Stella. Stella. That's where he's yelling out Stella, right? Is there a character named Blanche? I don't know. Because there's two women and one guy. Admittedly, I, I've never seen or read a streetcar uh, named Desire. My wait. closest <laughs> knowledge of it is that Simpsons episode where Marge and Flanders. Put on the production. Reenacted. Mm-hmm. And you learn that Flanders has a smoking hot bod <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> he's ripped. Flanders. Yeah. I just love the way Homer says his name. Oh, that's a, that was a good Homer. Thank you. Flanders. <laughs> I used to huh, huh, uh, <laughs> Professor Frank. Not that good. But uh, I, I could get it back into shape. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to steer clear of all my Simpsons impressions. <laughs> I love the Smoking Sisters. Oh, Patty and Selma. Yes, my sister and I Selma. always joke. I have another friend named Mona. We're both single, and we're both like, 
We're just going to be Patty and Selma, and let's get a duplex and call it a day. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, do you know the comedian Jen? What's her name? Oh, fuck. She does this hilarious skit where she's like, before she got married, she had this one album come out. She's a stand-up comedian. Um, I can't remember her last name. She's hilarious. She did this one thing where she was just like, fuck it. Me and my friends, we're not getting married. We're going to do a reverse Golden Girls. We're going to do it while we're young. Oh, that's we're gonna nice. all move in together, like we're retired, you know, and then just like do reverse Golden Girls, and then later on we'll get married, and then we'll do all that later. It's also a really great sex position. <laughs> the reverse Golden Girls. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Grandma Re- on reverse grandma on blank, top. and then Golden blank. I just made the logical inferential leap to a sex position. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Do you want to rescind your offer for me to appear on this podcast? No, it's we too late now. Super <laughs> it's already broadcast on the airwaves. Are we, li- are we live via satellite? We're live on the radio. People can get us at anywhere on the planet. What? Oh, my God. You guys, ladies and gentlemen, especially ladies. Quatemuk Silva just walked in the building. He's coming <laughs> on to this podcast whenever he feels like it. He's, he's going to do a Wiz Khalifa. All right. All right, what else is in that uh, flippy oh, notebook? What okay. else? Well, we're workshopping. Ladies so, and oh, by the way, you guys are listening to funny people, including Will Brown. I'm Will Brown. I'm here with my guest, Christy Bonner. And we are, uh, we're workshopping some jokes. You know, she's a relatively new comedian. Yeah. But you should definitely see her. Do you have any dates lined up, by the way? Are you going to be here on Friday, I'm Monday? single. No, yes. I oh, not be. that kind of date. I meant <laughs> comedy dates. I know. Um, yeah, no, I'll be on Mutiny. I I always do Jonathan Ortiz's Dead Rabbits on Saturday. Oh, my God. I have yet to go to that. It always seems like it's fucking freezing out. It's so, it's so it's fun so- and also hilarious because basically he parks his rig in the parking lot, um, and there's, like, a tiny stage on back, yeah. uh, on the back of it, and you stand on, on the rig, and you're facing the entire Pacific Ocean, and it's always at sunset, uh-huh. and so... You don't actually care that no one is really listening to you, so you kind of just do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, I always just try to riff during that particular set because I'm just like, well, I'm staring at the sun and nothing, nothing's gonna hold me back. <laughs> Wait, what's that song? What? I'm Macklemore. <laughs> oh gosh. How's it going? Oh, okay. Here's here's a here's a joke that I was thinking about. Is that uh, I want to be supportive? It's it, you know there's so many things going on right now. Anti anti trans uh, rights, anti trans um, yes. bills, and I think it's uh, more important now now more than ever to be supportive of our trans uh, you know brothers, sisters, and friends. And mm-hmm. I want to be supportive, but I also don't want to be. Too supportive because then I end up being creepy. Like the, when I saw a, <laughs> I saw a, 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 a female trans person in the bathroom, and I mm-hmm. didn't want to, you know, it's like I don't want to look at her and be like, "Yes, girl, you deserve to be here. You go tinkle, <laughs> you go tinkle, girl." It's like leave her the fuck alone. But I also want her to be like, "I support you." But then you're right. like going out of your way and singling the person out, and so. Who is this for? Is it for you, Christy? Or is it for this? Like, you know, if somebody's attacking them or something like that, yeah, step up. No, exactly. Who is this for? Who is it for? It's like, shut the fuck up and go to the bathroom and get out of there. It's like, what are you doing? There's not a problem here. You don't, you cannot be too supportive. 
So the best thing you could do is just go about your business, literally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, what do you think? I totally agree with you. <laughs> just make sure you wash your hands. That's all I got to say. As long yeah. as you wash your hands, you're welcome in the bathroom. All right, you guys can – let me uh, swing this mic over and try and get another one lined oh, up. he's a swinger. Oh, oh, I swing both ways. I well, you know. Pay your taxes. That's all I ask. <laughs> okay. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Hello, hello. Wow, this is my first time with these lovely people. It's so interesting. We do comedy, but we don't really get to talk to each other. And uh, yes, yeah, this is so. And this is a tissue right here. This is interesting. I feel uh -huh. like someone just cummed on this mic. But uh, okay, my Maybe. name is uh, Guatemo, born and raised in Frisco, true native, the last Woo! of the Scohican. Uh, I do martial <laughs> arts. I do bits. I do whatever you want me to do. I do. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I don't know what it, we're supposed to talk about. Jokes. I, I, we're I don't talking know. about whatever. Whatever. This is, uh, freeform. I'm trying to figure it out. Freeform, but not the. Uh, ABC Family turned into Freeform uh, channel. There's a, <laughs> there's a channel called Freeform. Oh, I don't really? know about this. Yeah. You still watch up. TV? No. Ah! <laughs> are you kidding? The TV is... is watching you. He's watching you. It's too. watching all of us. Now. It's so scary because I'm like, I've done a lot of crazy things in my time. And I grew up in the city too. So uh -huh. it's so funny because like, Back in the day, like people, like I never had like a camera and take photos of people because that was a taboo thing. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to do that, right? I'm old school. I used to have a payphone, pager. At eight years old, pager. And, oh, bro, a psychic, Helios, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a, a carrier pigeon, whatever. I had it all. A carrier bro. pigeon. I swear, back smoke in, signals. Oh, oh, he's so racist because uh. I'm Native American. <laughs> so woke. God. I tried. <laughs> Wait, I'm curious. Where are you from? Because, like, you just dropped in the scene. I was like, who is this oh, guy? I'm from West Virginia, man. I mean, I've been living in San Francisco for 20 years. So, you know, I've been around. But, I'm, yeah. I, but in, in the grand scheme of things, he's Native American. So all of us just dropped in the scene. We all just dropped we into We all this just country. dropped in the scene. I know. Just Thanks pay your rent. It. Pay your rent. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So what made you guys? Uh, besides, uh, but I've seen you perform a couple times, and you're Freaking hilarious! Oh, thank you. And I, I, you know, I'm curious. How did you get into stand-up comedy? Because Ugh. I've been doing this for a very long time. Yeah, and, longer than me. And I seen people just drop in and drop out. Yeah. And I was like, when I saw you perform, you just rocked the crowd. I was like, wow. Oh my god! He, and you got it. You got the energy, and just like you know, you got the panaz and all that stuff. So I was just like, <laughs> wow. I hope he stays because I'm a big fan of stand-up. Like yes. first, I'm a second. I'm a comedian, but I'm a big fan. And when I yeah. see people who have talent. And it, and when they quit or they stick with it, it, it's just like wow. It's just like I, I I want you to stick with it, especially you. You. You, you. you got that. She energy. is so great. Yeah, I know. I see, I see. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, and I like how you're playing with your your goldfishes. Right <laughs> They're all facing the same way now. So earlier we were talking about how. It's not polite to chew into a microphone because you'll alienate your audience. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm told. Some people are into it. Speaking of, oh, oh my god, I oh, couldn't damn. find barbecue. Oh. I, I went, I That's went to okay. four fucking corner stores. Oh. I bought them all. That's why. Ah. That's so funny, my man. I love corn nuts. I do uh, well, uh, I'll, you They're can just... They're up there. No, no, yeah. go, ahead, go ahead. Speak your mind. Let's, speak let's, it out. Look, these goldfishes are kind of creepy. Do you need help or something? Like <laughs> She's getting very organized with her goldfish oh, I'm actually about to do a Wiccan incantation, so I'm building oh, a pentagram okay. out of goldfish. No, I'm oh, just kidding. That's hauling the direction. JK, JK, JK Simmons. Oh, not okay. to sound weird, but I would love to see your room because I, I can imagine you're like very organized. You're I like, am. The plant needs to yeah. face this way, the sun. I'm pretty... Yeah, people are like, um, are you a city in Taiwan because you're Taipei? 
Taipei? Oh my god, that's hilarious. I've never heard that one before. Thank you, I made it up. <laughs> so creative. Um, I think I'm just gonna follow every laugh with thank you, I wrote that one. Claim <laughs> <laughs> oh it. So stupid. I, yeah, I think I'll probably go to the the Castro Valley and see. Are you? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done the Castro Valley. You know why? I, I have why the reason I haven't gone to the Castro Valley open mic. I have an ex girlfriend. I have two ex girlfriends in Castro mm. Valley, so I'm just <laughs> nervous. Were they simultaneous mm. girlfriends? No, 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 that... no. I'm a gentleman. I'm okay, a gentleman. okay. I'm a gangster and a gentleman, so don't you know? But <laughs> it, it, with them, it's just like I, I have that weird energy, and, right. I, and like I feel like if I You're go worried. There, I'm not worried. Like it, it'd no, be like, I'm not worried. But yeah, you you are uh, on aware. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so weird. I get along with their parents, but when it comes to them, I'm like, God. That's God. funny. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're afraid their parents are gonna come after you? No, no, no. Their parents love me. Cause that's how it goes down in West Virginia. Oh, I packs the heat too. Don't worry, I'm a city boy. <laughs> nah, I, I get along with the parents, but I don't get along with the girl. The girl. <laughs> so it's always because like, you broke their heart. Yeah, me they too. Broke me too. Hearts, they too. broke your heart. They broke your heart. I got feelings. Okay. I packed the heat. I brought an electric blanket. <gasps> okay, that's what I need before I go to that uh, Dead Rabbits show, from what oh, I hear. Yes. It's always freaking you cold, do have right? To, you do have to bundle up. Mm. Or as Pam Benjamin would say, bundle up, buttercup. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, yeah you were at Dead Rabbits. That was a great open mic. We, we had so much fun. We always, Jonathan Ortiz, got to give it to, got to hand it to him. We, we actually worked out last <laughs> Got to give it to him. Oh, <laughs> I was great. like, give what to him? He just broke up with his girlfriend too. I heard about this. I, I don't. I don't think we should be talking about. I don't that. care. Okay. That's my boy. I, just, oh, okay, I, I text okay. her. Can I talk right. about you? You, right, you know him better right, than right, we right. do. Yeah, we go way back. I'm we go just way saying, back. This is yeah. recorded he, yeah, okay. before oh. a, a live studio audience. That's true, but he knows. They don't know who he is. Follow him on Instagram, though. <laughs> they don't know who he is. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No. No, but that open mic, Dead Rabbits. It's it's interesting because I've done a lot of comedy shows and open mics. I've done weird shows. That it's not weird, <laughs> but I've done like weddings. I've done funerals. So it's just like I like the people to be outside more. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I could I could tell that you had a way easier time talking to people that were because basically essentially what we're doing is yelling at people either on the way back or on the way to their hike by the Sutro Bats. <laughs> yeah. They're like, and we're like, hey, you there, comedy. fitness, get over here, <laughs> fitness. Who hey, cares? Chubs. Come here, Chubs. Are you going to be <laughs> laughing on your hike? I don't think so. Get over here. <laughs> I'm, I just want to be a carnival barker and be like, step right up, step right up. I see you. I see you doing it. I'm, I'm hiring you whenever I, I'm trying. Okay, let me just put this little pink bubble out to both of you okay. in the comedy community. I'm trying to organize a, you know, gay-oriented, of course, allies, everybody welcome. But like in the in the Castro, you know, it's been shut down for a long time. I think they're ready for some stand-up comedians to come oh, in there absolutely. and spice it up. And okay, I love, the, I love the gay community, the Castros, whatever it is, you know, you know. But um, the drag queens freaking run the town, if you're talking about the gays. But what and about, you mean comedy-wise or just shows? or Any kind of show, there's a drag queen running it. Yeah, it's mafia. Yeah, it's mafia. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I need to align myself with a powerful drag yeah. queen yeah, or something. Yeah, absolutely. Ingratiate yourself with a, a funny drag queen yeah. and you know, make it happen. Got, that would I'm be great. On and it. I, I'm working I, on it. I don't know of any mics that are... Like that. There, there used to be some mics, but I don't. I forgot who who was running them. But right before I went to the Eagle, I was doing a regular thing at the Eagle. They had like open mic. I was and I was performing there, and they used to have something at Harvey's with this guy. But it was like all the stand-ups were not even gay, and I'm like, I mean, you know, obviously you don't want to have it like only right. gay men. Like you right. know, nobody wants that rule. Right. But, but it's also weird to like bring to your this white male energy into the Castro and be like, so what? deal with these ladies is so annoying ah am i right fellas and everyone's 
like, you're tacky and I hate you. Basically, yeah. I, I miss the old Castro. Like, I'm a straight guy, but, like, I used to go down there, sell some drugs and have some fun. Yeah. And, and then, like, the cool thing was, like, my favorite holiday was Halloween in the Castro. Oh, my God. It was oh. nuts oh, for a long time. Like so when I was, like, eight years old, me and my friends used to sell edibles shaped as dicks. <laughs> And I, I'm serious. Yeah. That's good and marketing the right there. is history. Yeah. Oh, my God. They loved it. You know, so yeah. put sprinkles on it, whatever. Eat right? a dick. Get high. Basically. That's pretty But I, I miss it because you can get, like, I remember people were, like, drinking, doing drugs, having sex on the street. And that was the police doing that. You know what I mean? Like, everybody was just, like, <laughs> slanging dick. And I'm like, wow. And I'm, like, 8, 12. Going, I'm like, what? what's going That's on great. here? Wow. People are so free here. Oh, basically. And I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but it was so scary because the last Halloween I went to, somebody got shot. And I was Right there. Yeah. I was literally right next to the person. Are you got, serious? I swear. I put, the, yeah. Holy shit. And it was so crazy because I was, I ate one of those edibles, right? You know, I had to break it in half. I had to break it in half because I don't eat dicks, but I had to break it in half. You had to break it in half. Like, like, I'll start with the balls. All right, I'll work out oh, with yeah. the tip or whatever, right? And then, bam. Do you say got... to your bananas, no homo? I'm sorry. Uh, right, right I, do, the, like, I put them in the blender. So I'm it's sorry. Like, of your story, I, I interrupted you. So, no, so no. somebody got shot. And you seriously, were like, oh, you no. were seriously right yeah, there. When the, yeah. that, that's when they shut it down. After that, yeah. there were like all the liquor stores in a one mile radius of the Castro closed. Yeah. Halloween, like oh, they no. locked it down. And people got shanked even before that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once there's a firearm, <laughs> then not they really purpose. shut it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And the, the funny part, I can laugh at it now. I mean, I'm RIP to the person who got shot. But, like, yeah. but when I was right there, it was probably the whitest thing ever. Every white person was like, what's going on? I'm ducking, hiding. You're like, run, bitch. Basically. <laughs> all the brown people and black people hit the floor and all the white people Oh, they were gone like, before me. Fireworks. Yes. They have fireworks. This year, they kicked it up a notch. They really, really went all out. No, that's what, it was scary. It was it was to the point where it was like so. I mean, and the year, a couple years before that, so much freaking fun. I remember one Halloween being up on top of a bus stop shelter and just like, it was so great. They brought in, you know, entertainment. And there were stages and stuff, and then they were like, "We gotta shut this shit down." It's a bus stop shelter, like the little tiny yeah, yeah, awning yeah. that that. Oh yeah, wow! They're, they're like, uh, what's that? Uh, that cult? I want. I don't want to call the capsule the cult, but like, uh, the cult. what's it called? Um, they had a, mo- a documentary about it uh, in Oregon. Where all these people moved and like I don't know you guys, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are like the the Castro is very like like culty they, yeah they take care of each other too they're like if you need a place you just gotta suck my dick and just stay over here I'm like what oh no I gotta get out of here a what lot of young mind? people no that's true though a lot that's of young true. people come from I mean, all over the world and they're like they will accept you mean me I've in been the doing Castro that for free San this whole time and- <laughs> <laughs> really sheltering the the wee wees the, the refugees. No, you said okay. Yep. Go yes. Ahead, yes. Shelter. Yes. I've been the one sheltering them. Uh, well, <laughs> not, not sucking dick for free. It's okay. That should be. Uh, you should put that on your taxes. A write off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nonprofit venture. It's more of a charity. Oh, even better. Bless your heart. I know. Bless your heart. What can I say? Where, where are you from? I'm. I'm not, Cause like I don't know. Like L.A. L.A. Born and raised in L.A. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to move to San Francisco? Well, if you were here on time, you would. No, have I told seen. him to come later. I was oh, gonna start oh, with oh, you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. I came on native time, you know. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. BPT. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I went to school in Berkeley, uh, and okay. so I stuck around. 
Okay, that's a great story. <laughs> well, it was a little like, more sorry, elaborate, but I'm I'm conscious of okay. being repetitive for the listener. Ooh. Parentheses you know, S. I'm assuming uh, there's one listener. So my I'm boyfriend say, listens. Thank you okay. for listening every week, Henry. He oh, really does. I quiz him so, later. Yeah. So, you know. Do you? No, you do not. <laughs> Multiple choice quiz. It's a Scantron. Fill it out. Here's your number two pencil. No. That's pretty funny. He's just a sweetheart. He, he's great. How long have you guys been dating? We just had a year anniversary back in. I mean, oh uh, shit! So you guys got together in the pandemic? Right before, like we met in January 2019. Yeah, something. Did you guys meet in the Castro or was was it on Hinge? We met on Grinder. Let's be real. (laughs) Sluts. (laughs) I mean, you know, it was like a respectable date like i <laughs> took, gave him my address and he i buzzed i buzzed him in and then we started Perfectly hanging out <laughs> but you know i gotta say though it was uh, the chemistry was palpable from the first oh, right from the get-go i mean you know that's not the first time i've met somebody off of grinder you oh, know I obviously bet, yeah. that's why i keep keep trying to tell henry it's like you know i met lots but you're the one that i wanted to keep around because he's adorable that's adorable yeah i i think that's a really good thing to on the cake. Stick around. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> and then you got down on one knee and proposed with a cock ring. Uh, one of us got down on one knee. That's oh. for sure. Porcano los dos. Porcano los Why not both knees? It's okay. I don't, I don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> That's okay. That would be actually very funny. It's a, you get down on one knee. He got down on both knees and begged me to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> he begged me for something. Baby, please. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my knees. It's very funny how just one knee is the difference between genuflecting like a genteel man and begging like a chump. <laughs> I don't have experience, so I don't know. You're not Catholico? No. No, soy no, Catholico. No. I'm not. Don't, whatever. That's right. I was raised in the snake handling church. And Are you serious? <laughs> yes, Do dude. Wait. <laughs> we got off. I mean, it's what? very Santeria. Well, so, like, my dad's side of the family, like, his dad was a preacher. Like, I'm the, he, so he was the son of a preacher you man. You are a son of a preacher. I'm the grandson of a preacher man. Oh, okay. And then my other grampy was, uh, was a coal miner, so. Family. Yeah. It was, it was for rural. They were, my, both my parents were raised in coal mining camps. So, I'm, like, one generation removed from, like, I mean, below trailer trash. Like, trailers have plumbing. My parents were raised with, like, outhouses. Mm-hmm. You go Poop and pee by the creek. Wipe yourself with the Sears catalog. That's what that. That's how they. <laughs> that's how and they grow up. It. <laughs> and then you yeah. Let it float downstream. That's why you want to live upstream. Right. Actually, closer we, we to the hills. We, we talked live, about this. We want to live in the hills. Closer exactly. to the, And then they bought a house on the hill once my dad you know, got successful. Okay. Yeah. It was a real rags to slightly better rags story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rags to hand me downs. For me, <laughs> always the youngest. That sounds like a rap album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You play a guitar? Uh, Henry plays a guitar. I sing. Do you? Yeah. Like gospel music, or are you just sing like just? I mean, I will. If oh. I, I mean, I'll sing anything. Yes, like Kurt Franklin. Do you know Kurt Franklin? No, who that? You don't know? I thought you grew up in. Okay, it's a black uh, church singer. I don't know. He's very um, famous. I never heard a song. I know Mavis Staples. Oh, that's some. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know that shit. <laughs> what a friend we have in Jesus. <laughs> Hell Satan. All right. 
Okay, this but speaking brought of brought to you uh, by Jesus and the Church of I don't know what the fuck yeah. that was. <laughs> okay, speaking of religion, I recently I was scrolling through your Facebook. Samuel's got a YouTube channel. You've been around for a long time, and I love how you bring like kind of like your culture and spirituality. I I have to ask you about this one video I saw where you were laid out on this uh two like two tables in a cross shape. This dude was about to like sacrifice you with a knife you had like an instagram and a facebook logo on you i have to ask about this can you tell us just a little bit about this video okay that's a old well, it's not that old um so me and my friends we're, we're all diverse you know we got polynesians black asians whatever we're all mixed funny is funny right so my mm. friend who's a tongan guy his funny his father is a pastor but he's about atheist right so my he's an atheist pastor. No, his his father is a pastor. He's oh, okay. an atheist. He's, he's an atheist. Okay. Semicolon, yeah. but he is an atheist. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you, <laughs> okay. thank you, thank you, thank you. Period. I didn't go to school. Sorry, I didn't Hard go to Berkeley. Hard return. Hard return. No, I was doing that for for Will. Oh. I, I I got well, you. Well, thank you. I, I, got I, you. I So we, I understood you. I don't know. You guys got to watch it. It's a weird video because like um, it was like like you know call one eight hundred. If you need a lawyer, call Satan. It was like one of those type of things. <laughs> but, but, but it was, was Illuminati. Yeah, it was Illuminati. <laughs> call Illuminati. Call the Illuminati. Two, 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 two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. So it's a, it's a crazy video. We have more videos coming up. It's just, you know, due to COVID, we couldn't see each That's other. Cause it, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's going to be more videos coming out uh, probably by tomorrow. And oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it, we have a great team. Uh, we're just, it just due to COVID, it's fucked everything up and uh yeah. and it, it was kind of weird because this sounds weird but i'm kind of glad covid happened because yeah. i had uh i tore my meniscus and mm. i was still working so i was like if i go back to work i'm gonna mess up my knee even more but luckily i got to stay home and still work mm. and nice. it was good and bad too because uh, a cousin of mine died due to covid and then my ex-girlfriend, my ex ex-girlfriend died from COVID. So I was like, oh, it's oh like a little God. balance. So I was like, you know, you got to, you win Young some, you people. lose some. The Lord giveth and the Lord takes wow. away and the Lord high-fiveth. Yeah, right. <laughs> the bitch is dead. Yeah, basically. And I was like, wow. yes, yes. But, you know, so I'm very yeah. thankful. And I learned this year, like, I don't, I can't control anything. It's out of my hands. Yeah. You know, people want to be famous. People want to be skinny. I mean, you could change these things. But a lot of things, it's just out of your hands. So I, yep. I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm still alive. I can yeah. walk and talk, and like I don't want to be all emotional. But I'm, I'm <laughs> I miss comedy because I've yeah. been doing this for a long time. Right. You have so. period of reflection, though. You know, yeah. I mean, the best news about this, though. Pete Holmes talks about this a lot. How he's like, oh, I was ready to have like a little bit of a pause, and I'm glad that everyone else also had to pause. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't just like me out of the game. It was like everyone had a forced hiatus, which is kind of nice. And that's, you know, of course, two months before that forced hiatus, I was like, all right, I'm biting the bullet. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try, you know. I'm going to jump feet first into comedy. I didn't jump feet first because I. You dipped your toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I never, I'm not an impulsive person. Yeah. I'm spontaneous when it, you know, when it comes to everyday things. But if huge life choices, I need a lot of time. You didn't quit your job. To be a stand-up comedian, all right. No, probably no, no. probably yeah. smart after graduating from Berkeley and all that, you know. You know, yeah. I, I We'll see what happens. I, I think that it's just like a weird circuitous, like you said you've been doing this for so long. Like how many how many years have you been? It's almost 10 years. And wow. the fun, And the funny thing is I never, I didn't want to be a comic. In my past, like I was a real thug. Yeah. Like, I, like the way I'm talking right now, I, like, I, like I was very like, <laughs> Good as fuck. Yeah. And um, he's like, I went to finishing school, and this is how I still sound. <laughs> I'm, oh my god. So like, 
it's it's funny because I did uh, maybe like six months in, in county jail, mm-hmm. and uh, my my godbrother is a comedian, and he's like, hey man, you just got out of jail. Uh, we're gonna go out. We're gonna have fun. I'm gonna take you out here. But mm-hmm. first, uh, can you do me a big favor? And I love my godbrother. I was like, yeah. What yeah. do you want me to do, bro? Do you want me to go, you know, go handle that person or whatever? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I need to beat somebody up, Basically. and then we're gonna go to the party. And I was like, All right. oh, I thought you meant take him out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hint? No, <laughs> so, so I was like, what we're we gonna do? What's, what's up, Rand? And he's like, I'm gonna do stand up comedy, and I want you to go up for me, and I want you to bomb. Mm. So he'll look good. Yeah. Oh yeah. my right. god. And I'm, a, I'm an idiot. And I'm an idiot. I was like, what is bombing? Like, do you want me to bomb the place? What the hell is going on? What? Like, I don't get it. I don't get the, the turn. Oh, I was like, man. what do you mean bomb, bro? And and it was weird because I still have like my wristband. I they you know so Your wristband from the county jail yeah. and you're standing up like, I just got out of jail. Let me tell you some jokes. But yeah, that's what happened. Literally, that's yeah. what happened. You probably killed too, I did. right? I did. Yeah, and that's why he was in jail. And then what happened? Ah! She got jokes. I got, <laughs> I got foreseeable low-hanging fruit. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I got into comedy, and it, it was. Did it you was bomb? Like, no, I killed. He killed. I and killed. Then, okay, and, and then, then my was brother, your, my yeah, godbrother was went up. He did okay. He did okay. He did okay because he went after me. He's like, damn. He was like, man, how do you steal my thunder like basically, that? Basically, basically. <laughs> and it, it's so weird because people came up to me and like gave me a. And people wow. were like crying, like like oh my god, what? like I'm so happy. I'm like, how can you not be so excited after yeah, getting out of jail for six so months? You must have been lit from within. You must have been right. like freedom, hallelujah. Yes and, yes Did you no. have your first like drink or drug in the lo- in a long time? You, you, you're, you're gonna laugh. I don't drink. I really, yeah. I, I I do like weed or mushrooms, but I don't I don't like drinking. Yeah, I just don't. I can do it. It's just like I'm I'm like a I'm I don't know. It's not for me. It's like I, I don't it's know. It's not your thing. It's not my thing. Like I, I have. It's just not for me. I don't Fair. like throwing up. I don't like throwing. Up. The last time I drank. I threw up, and and then I just lay down on, right next to the toilet and uh, and grabbed the carpet and made it like a pillow and, mm, and just oh like toothpaste God. everywhere. I was like, well, it was like on. this isn't a good look. Yeah, it's not good. For, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> but it was so weird because like after the show was over, people came up and gave me a hug. Yeah. And I'm still like in the jail mindset. I'm like, get the fuck off of me. I'm like, right, right, right. Who are you? Like, sir, get off of me, man. I didn't even say man. I was like, get the fuck off of me. And it was so weird. Did people, you say get the fuck off yeah, of me? Yeah. Wow. Like, like, we love you so authentic. Yeah, basically. Oh, right. <laughs> Right, your, and it, our, it was, your fans love you. Basically, and then like it, it was so weird, and I was like, I gotta do this. Like you're like I'm hooked now. Right, right? you got yeah. the bug. I got the bug, wow. and then and then another guy came up to me. I did another show after that, and uh, another guy hugged me, and I still I'm like oh, get the fuck off of me. Yeah. But my friend was like, Do you know who that was? I was like, Who's that? That Caucasian ex guy? Who? What is he? I don't know yeah. who he is. He's like, That's Zach Galifianakis. Oh what? my god! And I was like, "Who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, who's that? Where was the show? Where was, was this? It was it was called the Purple Onion. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. The I've been purple, there. Yeah, the the original Purple <clears throat> Onion, like down like uh like North Beach. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. original building where you go down the stairs yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you go in the bathroom. The bathroom looked like a fucking horror movie. Like the yeah, t- yeah. The door like the the little screw was holding onto the door. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was, yeah, I know. I've mentioned like on previous guests, I like people are like, I I always ask people, like, how did you get started in comedy? La la la. You know, that's such like a conversation starter. And people are like, well, how did I get started? I went to comedy college. Oh really? And that was like the graduation was you got to do a show at the, the Purple Onion or whatever. Oh, so. That's funny. And this was a long time ago. Like you know, Ali Wong. Yeah. She's yeah, Bay she, Area girl, yeah, right? Yeah, I know her. Yeah. She's so great. Yeah. Um, she was. I saw her like there, like. Oh, at really? the Purple Onion. It was. I don't. I, I yeah, forget exactly. This was a long time ago. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> 10 plus years ago, but I remember she performed, and I don't know if she had gone to the school or she was like the headliner. It was like this, it was this show of people That's that awesome. were also just like finishing comedy college or whatever. And then I don't know if they just brought her in to like headline. She it was the commencement like, speaker. Yeah, something like that. And she did a hilarious set. Like, she, oh my God, of she's so great. That's I so love cool. Somali I love her She's too. so great. I miss that old group because before they were famous, yeah. they would just go to the punchline. Because I go to the punchline all the time and yeah. see her perform, and she will just kill, kill, she's kill. So funny. And then you see headliners were like, oh. They were like, how am I going to follow this right. local act? Basically, right? yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she made the right move. She left San Francisco. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. If you're going to be like next level. But the game has changed. I don't. I feel like you don't need to leave your hometown. You can just go on YouTube or yeah. Instagram or, TikTok. or or Twitch or whatever. You or can, that. but it's, it's just a different genre. It's just yeah. like if you feed off of that energy and the spontaneity and like the, t- the give and take sometimes that the crowd can give you. But obviously there are like very successful ways to do comedy online and TikTok and YouTube. But I guess it depends on what you like. For me, I, I we just were talking about how... The Zoom, Zoom shows don't do didn't it. Didn't really do it, and, and that's okay. You know, I mean, mm. for me, I was like, you know, like you said, like if you're a comic and you're good, you're solid, you can go anywhere. Yeah. But but like now it's like the technology, like like people. Are, I'm not entertained anymore when I watch a Netflix special. I'm like, I, don't, I can watch yeah. maybe Bill Burr maybe five to ten minutes. But if I watch him on YouTube or TikTok a minute set, I'm like, wow, this is hilarious. I want to know more about this person. But when you watch somebody on Netflix. And you don't know who the comic is. You're like, I don't care. I'm gonna go yeah. watch something else. I'm gonna go on TikTok. So I'm trying to like find and loop my way and get in there because there's room for everybody yeah. to do their thing. But don't get me wrong. There's some people that that ain't your thing. You know, you gotta sure. find another right, route. Right. You know, like uh, what's his name? Uh, some people have to. Do Are you just gonna list people you don't like now? <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people I don't like, and they don't, they don't like me. I got love. It's really not even hate. I yeah, don't yeah, hate yeah. Nobody. It's, it's not like, your cup of tea. No, because you know what's so funny? Like I'm well respected, but I feel like a lot of people are so scared of me when they come up. To- it's weird. <laughs> you're like, so- why would that be? I just you, know, you did tell me to story. shut the fuck up uh, before, I, I just have, before we got I on not air. Say that to you. Just before we got on air, you said Rewind shut that. the fuck. I'm just kidding, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That was you. a joke, ladies and gentlemen. That was a joke. He did not say that. <laughs> no evidence, first of all. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that won't stand <laughs> well, up in well, court. Well, let's play the tape. Let's play the tape. Rewind that. This is actually a hidden camera podcast. We're just playing the audio only from Hidden Camera. It's riveting. God. Use your imagination. It's like a terrible epi- D&D game. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Yeah. But so, uh, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Talking about Ali Wong, Purple Onion, Purple Comedy. Onion. Headliner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, comedy. So, we were talking about comedy. So you were, at the, you were at the Purple Onion the first time you ever went up. Yeah. Your, well, your god brother mm-hmm. was just like, get up there and do it. Yeah. So I mean, who were your reference? Were you into stand-up comedy before that? Had you listened to other people? I mean, or was I had. It literally, just like get get up there and bomb. I, I, and I love that idea of having somebody like planting somebody to bomb right. That's kind of risky though, because you can also bring the energy so down, and everyone's like, you know what? I just, uh, I'm just gonna that was so go. terrible. I never want to laugh again. Right. So you need somebody that knows what they're doing, like a right. mid mid-level bomb. Right. Somebody that can resurrect, like right. a, a dead crowd. You know, yeah. there's a comic. I, I, Forgetting his, I think it's Sean Rouse. I don't know if you guys uh-huh. ever heard of him. Sean Rouse, when you have time, look him up. Okay. He's like the only comedian who will just bomb, but it was like beautiful. Yeah. And Lean was, into the bomb. Yeah. Like he made he made people get out the fucking get off their seat and protest. It was so beautiful. <laughs> and he was a comics comic, of course, but he was right. so beautiful. 
hospital for, right. and he had like Down syndrome. He had cancer. His he what? lost his left testicle or something like that. He was just so funny. I don't know. I'm I'm a comic, so I like if you're just funny and you're just sad and pressing, but you're you own it. Yeah. Oh my god! Like you make me feel better, and you, <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel better, and I want to give you a hug. And mm. it's like I thought you meant you make me feel better about myself because I'm not you. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, not you made me feel better because I laughed and laughter is medicine. But he was so. But he opened up for Willie Nelson. That's how good he was. Oh, oh wow. Willie. Yeah. So mm. it's just like, oh man, like I feel like, I feel like everybody should do stand up at least once. Oh, at least once. Feeling. That makes sense. Yeah. Or improv or something. You know, like you're going improv just to be a better human being because growing up in the city, I wasn't a good human. I was a, a monster. I'm not going to lie. And then when comedy came into my life, it saved me. And I feel like everybody should do something that's funny or entertaining. I don't it, it doesn't have to be comedy. It could be music, it could be dancing, it could be right. a techie. I don't know what it is. Creativity. Some, yeah. Creativity mm-hmm. is a healing constructive. It, it's true. And it's very tool. true. Yeah, and then they take the arts out of schools. Don't get me started on that. Oh, yeah, and they so replace them lame. with metal detectors. Metal detectors. <laughs> don't uh, worry though, we got the Top-notch, top-notch metal detectors. I don't know why I turned this into, like, a fucking Chicago. They're like, we need more engineers. That's what we need to crank out of these factory schools. Fuck the arts. So annoying. So annoying. But, um, okay, so what was your next step? Like, you go on stage right out of jail on the Purple Onion. You totally kill it. And then you're like, what's your next move? Does your god brother kind of, like, guide you through the next yeah he kind of he did a little bit uh, and that's funny because we did the went to school to do stand-up and uh, i took some classes and yeah yeah they, it helped but i i i feel like you just need to get on the stage right. and then tony sparks school was of like life. hey so just keep keep doing this yeah and i thought he was lying because you know i grew up with some real hustlers I'm like man what, stop stop gassing me stop you know stop, right you know whatever dude you don't need to fake it you know and he's like no you're i'm serious we're flatterers yeah yeah basically i was like man get out of my face bro let me 100 but tony was so Serious, like give me hugs, and I was broke. I was homeless, so he gave me like free food, Aww. stage time, wow. and he was. And I, when I saw him yesterday, I, I had to give him a hug. Well, that's right. He was at Asiento last night, yeah. right? And he destroyed the room. Yeah, that was great. I was there too. Oh yeah, you were. Oh yeah, we. Yeah. He destroyed the parklet. Yeah, he, destroyed, he, he destroyed the parklet. The room. Was blown up. Holy shit! Woo, raised the roof off of the parklet. Ooh, that's not that hard, I guess. I don't want to ruin his bit, but he's like, <laughs> "Fuck these raccoons in the city." I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Oh my god, those raccoons will tear you apart, man. I'm not worried about coyotes as bad as raccoons. Yeah. They gang up on you. Yeah, and you know, what? unlike coyotes, raccoons have nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Coyotes have portfolios. Coyotes have a lot of important they real have estate jobs, helping people jobs. across the border. Absolutely. I mean, they're working nice. animals. Coyotes, yeah. CCC. Wow. No, those raccoons. One time I went camping. <laughs> Holy fuck! I just can't wait for the story. Ready? Uh-huh. Oh no, I love camping. Right. So I'm not camping, and I just, I did like a solo. Well, so there was like a retreat center. I was doing like a, a meditation retreat. I, we were talking about meditation earlier, and how and Christy, how I can't do it. Christy can't do it. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm pretty good at it, to be honest. I have a, I have a very still center. But anyway. Um, yeah, still waters run deep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very yeah, centered. I'm very in the now. But um, I went camping. So I was, at a, I was at a meditation retreat. And the option was you could like sleep in the retreat center or you could camp. It was beautiful <laughs> around there. I was like, I'm camping. And I was the only one. So I like brought my tent, pitched it out. 
And then I okay, like sorry. brought my um, food with me and I forgot like you're not supposed to have food like if you're oh, like wild it was kind of wildernessy. Yeah. You just brought it with you. You could attract the animals and then like I heard this like gang of raccoons. They were loud and they're like <laughs> And then so I get my flashlight out and you know like bounces yeah. off of their eyes right. and they just look like at you with these devil eyes and they're like, yeah, like they're like 20 beady eyes. Rabid rack and I was like, "Oh shit." So I got to like took all my food and just like Threw it into the ravine, and I was like, enjoy Into the bitches. ravine. Oh I'm not having. To hell with you. Oh, raccoons. That's so do scary. Do you really, like, meditate? Do you, like, like chant, or you just, are you quiet and you stay still? Or, what do you, or do you play music? What do you do? Like, I'm I've kidding. done all of it. I've done all TM. of it. I'm a super, like, yoga. I do all that. meditation. I've worked my chakras. I'm, like, one of those, like, new will you, will you work my guys. chakra? Will you help me? My chakra has been you. unemployed for 34 years, <laughs> and I need my chakras to work. <laughs> First, what you do is you put on some Chakra Khan music. <laughs> you start feeling the groove. You get that r- root lock. Root lock. Mm-hmm. That's where you, like, tense up your um, butthole taint area. Oh, this is true. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what I'm talking about. I don't know, but I'm, I'll Google butthole taint area, and I'm sure the first <laughs> result will be about chakras and meditation. I'm yes. sure of it. I have my own, like, down-home version of all that hippy dippy stuff because you know that's why i came to san francisco for much i was like where i was like i know i don't want to stay in west virginia where can i go Mm. and i was like san francisco and i was like maybe i'm gay we'll figure it out (laughs) (laughs) along the way yes but yeah i like tie-dye all that stuff that's so so white i I remember the first time i saw my first tie-dye (laughs) t-shirt i was 12 and i got very curious and that's when i knew that's when I knew I had to leave West Virginia. I'm going to San Francisco. I know, but I love meditating. Yeah? Actually, yeah, because uh, my uh, my godfather teaches Hapkido, and it's a lot of Korean meditation. And it's a, we worry about our dantian, our you know, yeah, the belly button. The hara. Yeah, the, the hara, but there's different names, right? The, yeah. You know, we focus on the belly button, the breathing. Can you gather your energy? Breath of fire. Yeah, fire and cold. Ooh, la, la. And mm-hmm. the thing I'm still trying to get out of my system and it's a good thing and a bad thing and this was their thing don't be too happy don't be too sad right mm-hmm. because when you're happy it's like a sugar rush oh, oh my god oh, right, right, yeah right. non attachment oh, yeah and when you're Stoicism. sad you're like oh my heart and i, I experienced all these things I'm like, oh, my heart hurts I'm sad. Oh, i'm too happy it wears you out yeah and it does yeah. so and it's and it's weird because i do stand-up comedy i have to make people laugh but i have to be happy yeah, and to do that. And we all know comics. We're all, not all, but most of us are. You don't have to be happy, sat-tacks. but you have to at least have enough energy to, to fucking set aside. <laughs> Unless your thing is, I want to depress the shit out of everyone and they're going to laugh at it. And there's comics out there. Yeah, but absolutely. That's, yeah. But that's not your, your shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Nah, I could. It depends on my mood, but no. But like, I'm trying to figure out my balance. Right. And yeah. then when I get my balance, of course, the universe is like, nah, not today. Push. Oh, damn. I had my center. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, that's funny. That's interesting, too. I've, I've been thinking a lot about energy as well. I'm I'm trying to open my mind a little more beyond facts and the provable universe. But, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't want to. I feel like I'm a very <laughs> negative person. And people are like, that's not true. You're so bubbly. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm very negative. And, but I also just don't want to leave people with negative energy leave a negative impression. Yeah. So that's like different. If you're just spending your whole set complaining about shit and being like, I can't stand fresh air. I want to go inside. End COVID now. 
then people are just gonna be like, oh, cool. I don't know why. I just became so, Frank Costanza from. No, I got that's a lot of problems with you people. How much time have you spent in New York? Because you you super give off. I New watched watched all the Seinfeld. Thank you. You've never been to New York City. Of course, I've been in New York okay, City. Okay, all right. I've not right. lived there though. But you've visited. I've only been there once. The energy there is so crazy. I can't sleep when I'm in New York City. I'm just like, like there's too much to fucking do. Ah, yeah. Speaking I have of to do energy, everything. like. So do you feel like – oh, sorry. No, I, no, 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 go ahead. Do you feel like um, when you have your energy thrown off or when you feel thrown off after meditation, do you feel like you have a different impression on the audience? Uh, Yes and no, but I go with it. That's what life has taught me. Like, yeah, I went – like, for an example, I did the crime. I have to do the time. Yeah. It's with the audience. Well – they're gonna interrupt. I'm <laughs> and a, now I'm I have a, to rhyme. Yeah, basically, I gotta you get gotta up there and deal with it. Deal with it, right? Damn. If yep. if I could deal with the police, I can deal with the audience member. I don't care. Let's rock. Yes. And then if it's a bad show, <laughs> unless there are cops in the audience. Oh, I have. I call them out. Like you're an undercover cop. You're like I can oh, smell shit, it on really? you. That you're is undercover so cop. I what did he do? Are. Was he like? Uh, he was like, no, I'm not. I'm like, shut up. I know. Just let me see that badge. And then like he went like, are you serious? Oh, I knew it. I knew it. It was like. That's crazy. pretty great. Wow. He was like, put the weed down. But he was cool with it. He was like, whatever. I He's just, like, I'm here to enjoy sh- myself. I'm, like, I'm on my date. <laughs> I want that off-duty cop who's <laughs> handing out the weed. You want the off-duty cop. And then, like, the funny part is he brought donuts for us. That was what? the Yeah, it was, uh, like, it was Well, like dang. If, you, if you're a cop and you can't get free donuts to everybody, like, what, <laughs> what good are you? What good are you? It was a great show. And, and this is SF? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, no, no. It was in Oakland. It Oakland, was in Oakland. Okay. And I could tell. If you, I could tell when people have guns. When they're walking, I can tell. Oh, well. being, I'm like, oh, he, he has something. Or I'm like Eddie or something. You know, I, can well, I can't even tell when people have biceps. That's like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not good at that. I'm like, I don't know. Well, Let alone actual I, guns. I, well, I grew up in the streets. You know, I can tell. No, absolutely. I, I can tell. I think you should That's give survival. like a like – a, like a short TED talk on like oh, how to like survive streets. in the hood the and be funny. Class in the hood. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. Making it and making it funny. That just like you can do. <laughs> comedy is good for any job description. We should start a like master class program. Yes. But only for like street and hood shit, and we could call it bastard class. Bastard class. And it's like this is how you fucking hotwire a car. <laughs> these, the, these these next ten lessons will will show you step by step. I don't know. <laughs> Tra- trademark, mm-hmm. trademark. If you just yell trademark, it's trademark. That's how the law works. No, that's a joke. Class. You email it to yourself, and then it's trademarked. <laughs> you can prove it. I had a friend who legitimately <laughs> thought that if she just yelled like copyright, that it was somehow. And I was like, I'm sorry, I, I'm not an IP lawyer, but I did take some IP at in law school, yes. and that's that's not how it works. Right. I love how I've brought together the lawyer and the re- know, reformed right? criminal together on the same show. It's just synergy. It's synergy. Too, all uh, the, all uh, lawyers know each other like Arabs and black people. Oh, she said it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm Arab. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I never asked which one it was because I thought it was something. No, it's okay. I, depending on how my hair is and what city I'm in, I get every Depending on the guess humidity. Under the sun. Yeah, for a second, I thought you were like Brazilian. Yeah, I get that. I see. Ow, I was Brazil. Speak, yeah, if, I, if I'm in D.C., I used to live in D.C., so everyone was like, oh, you're half black, half white. And I'm like, sure. Okay. Depending on how my hair was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome yeah. Your curls. Okay. 
Did did I get lost in my curls? No. Others, others. However, others there were no survivors. Have. That's right. <laughs> there have been a lot of, of curls. They a lot of casualties it. in these curls. Wow. She's swooping them up with the curls. <laughs> no, I meant dead bodies. Yeah. Dead they bodies. Con- they conceal a multitude. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> this He's is like, now a dating show. Oh my God! I, I feel like I made a connection here. Um, and you can hide dead bodies in your curls. Oh my God! I think this is working out great. We'll meditate on it after. We're gonna Absolutely. meditate together. Like meditation hood um, and law legal advice app. Wow! It's app. a very diverse crowd here in the studio yeah. today at Muni Radio. Listeners, you're listening to funny people, including Will Brown, currently including me in their lives, Christy Bana and Guatemuc Silva, stand-up comedians in the Bay Area. Oh, oh my God. Passerby just whistled at one of us. I don't know who. <laughs> I feel like I could be a good shock jock. Like, I agree. I, I want to go back in time and be like, all right, you're with Janice in the fuzz. Who? <laughs> 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 what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then people could just be like, all right, now here's Smash Mouth. <laughs> Wait, have you ever took an improv class or an acting class? No, but I have a lot of lot of uh, trauma, and so I use it as. (laughs) No, we were talking about trauma and Warner Brothers cartoons (laughs) combined. I can introduce you to someone who teaches improv, and they're well famous. All right. No, and I'm serious. I'm Let's serious. catch up offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say their contact info on the radio. No, no. Bats Improv. You should follow. Oh, yeah, I know Bats. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done it, but I go to Mason, Fort Mason a lot because I live kind of around there. Okay. Not really that close, but I like to walk along Sh- the route. She a marina girl. I'm not. Come on. I live, yeah. Oh, God, I almost said where I live. Well, she's, she's like a chameleon. Pacific Heights. She, she can fit anywhere. It's true. That's been the something that I realize unless it's just a fully white room of like quiet it on a fully white room or a library a library i'm too loud to fit in at a library <laughs> like what in tarnation what in the visual ambiguity is going on here you just gave me a flashback to my middle school librarian she okay this is literally she she would she was like the most sarcastic and she was hilarious actually but she was just like she was one of those like um, school marmy like old ladies with glasses, and she would just sit behind her desk and like look. At, and I was one of the nerds that like was hiding from the people that were gonna beat me up by hanging out with my other nerd friends in the library. But we would want to hang out during lunch in the library and like do our nerd stuff, Pro like tip. play D and D and stuff. And she would sit there and tell us that we couldn't talk. So she. But then <laughs> one day. Did you mime D and D? That's no, amazing. no, no. We we were constantly getting kicked out of the library. Oh, okay. We were the bad boys of the library oh my in God. middle Everybody school. Snapped. We were selling Altoids. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's the thing. You can't eat in One the library day, either. Her, her name was Louise. I forget her last name because we just called her Wheezy. Oh, that's funny. Okay, this is the funniest thing that happened in middle school. So one day she had a sore throat. So she brought one of those Mr. Microphones and a speaker. <laughs> and she would she was giving her snappy comments from behind it. She was like, I see you playing Dungeons and Dragons. And there was like <laughs> that weird echo, like dragon, dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody put up um, a sign under her speaker, which she couldn't see because she was behind the desk that said W E Z E Wheezy Radio. <laughs> we were like, oh, that's a, that is a great childhood memory. She got roasted <laughs> by middle schoolers. Boom. Boom. In your face, Wheezy. 
so interesting because you or me are so different because when I was in middle school, my old hustle was selling <laughs> condoms, flavored condoms, bubblegum, and do-rag. What? And you're just playing Dungeon and Drags. Did you guys play for money or anything like that? Or? Uh, we, no. we did play we graduated when we got to high school we got a little bit cooler and we started playing poker for like Ooh. beers and money and whatnot i lost all my money oh wow i was not good at cards me either i, I only play bones or that's it or chess i'm not good at- <gasps> oh i will play you in chess oh, i've been play. playing Ooh. ever I since i love chess that's 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 a good that's a good game that's i, I, I like game. watching people in new york on the street play chess really yeah i that's my dream like okay I played chess when to I was growing up. To be on the streets up, in New York. To be on the streets. I can I can arrange that for you to <laughs> just end up on the streets. I might I might have already arranged it for myself soon. We'll do a road trip and I'll just leave you. <laughs> Sorry, remember, continue. You remember in downtown in Powell Street, people used to play chess there. Do you remember that? Where? By uh, Powell, by the bar station. Oh yeah, yeah, Powell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like the Civic Center. Yeah, 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 the Civic Center. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go down there and like bet, and me and my brother. You bet on chess. Oh yeah, we'll bet. My youngest brother, he was, I was like. 15 he was like 12 mm-hmm. and we'll pay we'll like make like 200 dollars a day or whatever playing old dudes yeah because wow. he's, he's a young kid when you see a young Hustler. kid yeah, 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 yeah. You young kid, whatever youngster and yeah, then we got the rep like that's oh, amazing yeah oh my goodness it was so it's much you fun. guys could beat people old dudes i didn't at that I, age? I sucked i sucked uh, okay. but him he was he's a genius so <laughs> nice. he I, i'm wow. serious i love my brother he's about to become a, a nurse so it's like nice. he's, he's a smart guy and, can you say male nurse because everyone calls me a female comedian Nurse? I don't know. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's a nurse. It's a nurse. Or like that guy Ian. He's a manny. Oh, is he? Yeah, that guy with Ian Levy. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, a job's a job, whatever. Yeah. yeah. A job's a job. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> I love male doctors as well. Really? Yeah. No, I just, I just wanted to take a profession that is typically attributed to men because people always say female pilot, female doctor, yeah. female comedian. But it's fine. I mean, I, you mean can, it, I can lean in when, when necessary. I, I, I agree with you. But it's hard to get out because, you know, we were taught like, oh, woman nurse. Oh, okay. right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, female officer. We don't say it. it's the cops because in our it's mind, we're like, female officer. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's, it's like hard. that one from Minnesota. Like, for me, it's hard for me to change. Right. Like, it, like I tell myself at least one percent try to get better. Right. And I'm I grew up with old school people. Like, you know, like, like yeah. I'm not going to say what my family they're very old school like you know the woman does this the man does that mm-hmm. and the funny part is my my grandmother was a construction worker wow yeah nice. she was like 411 small native 411 yeah, doing the jackhammer but strong right strong as shit right yeah. climbing up trees with Holy a machete sh- and even even to this day I'm like damn she was a construction worker I don't say female construction worker I just say construction worker <laughs> but sometimes it's just so hard and like you had that example. You in should your put life, that though. on Not your dating profile. That. Like, yes. I don't, I don't see gender. <laughs> <laughs> I see a job that needs to get done. Ah, yes. <laughs> Very open. Very open. Like, wink, I'll wink, pound wink. it out just like my grandma taught wink, me. Too. Oh, I can see why my grandfather stayed with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, She had Can't that. She had that move down. <laughs> oh my gosh, that laugh. we'll be right back (laughs) i'm sorry that was just the vibe i got from you will yeah unity doesn't have any commercials eh? i mean we could oh yeah do you guys have anything to plug are you going up on the mic anytime soon besides what 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 plugs do we need to put in before we alienate everybody in the next 20 minutes you guys want to book me you can follow me on instagram temo t-e-m-o-c underscore silva 
Uh, my next shows are gonna be. Let me double check, guys. I wish I had an agent. You want to be my agent? Make a good one. Uh, so I'll negotiate your contract, right? I, I, once you get signed to the big network. Bless, bless your heart. I, ho- I want everybody to get signed. I me want too. There's so much freaking talent. So many people are hilarious, and like you know, it's great when people get Netflix specials. Good for you, girl. But oh, I'm just uh, waiting to see who blows up in the Bay Area next. Who's the next Ali Wong? We're sitting amongst them. I know so who's going to be point. the next comic. Who's gonna who? Do you think? Uh, comedian don't say yourself okay go ahead i'm like and that's enough for the puffery we'll be right back his name is larry dorsey jr okay. very funny comic if you mention his name anywhere you, you, you I just follow him name. on instagram i just i was looking at his stuff a little bit earlier today yeah he's hilarious he does it all he does acting comedy sketches he writes he's poet he's act, he does it all he's a very funny person can he cook though you know what? No. Does he have a girlfriend? No. So follow him, ladies, uh, at Larry Dorsey Jr. <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah. My next shows are going to be on the 30th at the Milk Bar and then Woo! Tiki Heaven on May 15th. <gasps> I love that place. It's kind of a little bit further out of the way towards the ocean, right. but it's so chill and fun, and it's like a lot more space nice. than a lot of places, and it's a nice place. And my next show is going to be later today in the uh, grocery aisle at Safeway. I'm going to make a fucking scene. I'm going to throw a goddamn tantrum and spill over a lot of uh, produce. These avocados are all rotten. (laughs) That's why they're on sale two for two dollars. Some bullshit. I'll do a reverse Fozzie Bear. I'll throw tomatoes at everyone else and and tell jokes. I love Fozzie it's Bear. It's going to be a He's super so alt comedy, like guerrilla <laughs> style, like one woman show, you guys. You heard it here first. Christy Bana <laughs> will be performing at the Diamond Heights Safeway. <laughs> That's where Ed Lee died, too. <laughs> That's where he died? Yeah. That's my neighborhood. I just moved up on that Diamond hill. Heights Safeway. Diamond Heights Safeway. Yeah, Diamond Heights oh Safeway. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, he kicked out from a heart attack? Uh, Viagra pills. Ooh, okay. I know. I don't know. That's not substantiated, and we're gonna have to run this by legal. I don't know. Uh, Trademark. (laughs) Maybe you'll get in the news for it. We'll all be fine. That's so funny. I thought you were gonna say you've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Christy Bonnet is unstable. Breaking news. I'm like, no. We didn't hear it first. Muni radio. Anyone who's met me knows. Breaking all the stories. (laughs) Breaking it wide open. So okay. Something th- going back to workshopping. Yes. I've I've noticed that my I'm sure you haven't picked up on this in the last hour, but <laughs> I can be a little long-winded sometimes, no. and I like to get to the point in general, especially if it's in a legal context. Mm-hmm. But um, so I've been trying to write some like shorter jokes. Okay. So that's, speaking of yeah, being unstable, uh, <laughs> one of my jokes <laughs> that I'm gonna that I wrote yesterday was or no, I think it was yeah. Uh, a couple days ago was uh, I'm on a dating app. It's called Unhinged. Yes. Yes. I have a. I'm also uh, tracking using an app to track my fertility and childbearing years. It's called TikTok. Tick TikTok. 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 Like my t- uh, my eggs are dying. <laughs> Just recently. Like you're like tick, I got tick, like tick, tick, tick. maybe forty eggs left. We got three years I'm, to make this happen. We got three years to make this happen. All of us. It's All up to us three in the take, studio. It takes a village to inseminate me. Come on, <laughs> let's get this going. That's funny. That sperm and egg bank won't know what hit it. 
Tamo's gonna knock over the, the bank. Oh, Break shit. the bank of the sperm. That would be the funniest bank robbery I've ever seen. That, <laughs> that or a blood bank. Like, quick, we got all the old positives. Get away. <laughs> no, that <laughs> sperm is expensive. I have lesbian friends. Okay, I was banking my sperm for a while for a couple of my lesbian friends. I think nice. I told this story before. No. It's cost, it's spendy. If you wanna like bank your, like, I didn't have to pay for it. They wouldn't let me pay for it because they were like afraid I was going to steal the child later. It's a <laughs> long ass story. Okay. Friendship, friendship. What I'll do for my friends. Okay, it meant like not jerking off or coming in any way for an entire week. Then you go to the sperm bank. You got to give them your load. Um, and it's expensive to freeze and store the sperm. That whole process is expensive. Okay, they ended up, we ended up getting into a little tissy and they ended up deciding to go with a, I was a known to donor. To go with not your sperm. To go with not my sperm. My sperm was, it, and, and, and here's the was thing. Was spurned. It was spurned. And you referred to it as spurn. They spurned me with a fiddly D. They were like, <laughs> fiddly D. We're going with a PhD. Because seriously, PhD. PhD dick. PhD dick sperm. PhD balanced dick. I'm sorry. If you got the PH balance, you got a PhD you can get top dollar to jerk off at the sperm bank. Yeah. It's not a bad way to make a living. You, know, you probably know some I've made. I have masturbated in the bathroom of sperm bank. I made zero money. <laughs> That's fake. That's not a real story. Like, I like being surrounded by all this frozen sperm. It just really gets <laughs> really, really me going. Really, really got me off. Thinking oh, about man. all the men who have donated in this room, <laughs> in this bathroom. It's creepy I'd weird. do it for humanity. <laughs> Oh my God, this podcast is going off the rails. I don't know what's next. You really want to have kids? You know, it's it's a real uh, up to the universe slash God situation. I'm I or goddess I, or goddess or, or female god. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so it's many. really like I'm I'm not one of those people that wants a child so badly that I'm I want to do it. So there, I have some friends and it's totally legitimate who want to have kids on their own even if yeah. they don't have a partner i would not want to do that um i would need a partner first and as yes. we as i've mentioned about 12 times i don't have that right now so it's, that's it's, the, it's we'll an see. opportunity there is an opportunity yeah. that's in the universe i'm right not now. worried about it though i'm yeah. not like anxious yeah. i haven't been hit with that the bug of, like i need to have oh. I mean, when the time is right, I, I, you know. Yeah, and, and oh, and sometimes the time is never, and we need to normalize. Right. We need to normalize <laughs> yeah, the fact yeah, that, true. like, it's totally fine. You're not a fucking waste of a uterus just because you decided all. not to have kids, and it's fine. And you shouldn't go up to women and be like, "You're gonna, you're gonna regret it." Um, <laughs> yeah. Because you know? no, a lot of people do that. Like no, a lot of people I... say, like, "You're gonna regret it," or, or you're gonna. <laughs> Or you're gonna change your mind, you know? Sure, is now we're That's never. like basically. Uh. What if I went up to your ass and you said my wife is pregnant and I whispered in your ear, "You're gonna regret this." <laughs> I'm like, you're right. Yeah, you might change your yeah. mind. Yeah, and the day it's born, you're gonna change your mind and drown your infant. <laughs> I should have got you pregnant. Now. Right? P- nobody would say that. That's so inappropriate. Like you're gonna wish you never. Had. So like when people say that to women, it's like, sorry that I suddenly made this like a feminist podcast. <laughs> I know we're going to right now. That. Pam's not mad about it. Freeze our it. eggs. Yes. Freeze our eggs. Freeze your eggs. Freeze your eggs. Scrambled. Okay. <laughs> hard boiled. <laughs> Emphasis on the hard. Mm-hmm. 
Difficult, <laughs> difficult boiled eggs. Difficult eggs. I'm yeah. curious. I want to see your Tinder, your Hinge account. I'm curious. What, what, <gasps> I want to see. It. I want to see what you. Put. My unhinged. Your account. unhinged. Yeah, your unhinged. Or... Can we? I can we workshop it? I really did. Can we workshop your hinge? Literally start a Bumble message with the word "pray tell." Like "pray tell, sir," and then I made a joke about like something he put on his uh, profile, and uh, I thought it was funny. He didn't respond, and guess what? That's okay. The best filter for me is being oh, myself. So lonely. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You're so lonely. You're like, I'm not so lonely. He didn't. I'm just fine. I'm just fucking with you. I'm not so lonely. I know. I'm so bitter. So bitter. Hey, hey, you. I'm not lonely. I'm just bitter. Typical Brazilian. <laughs> Typical Braz- bitter Brazilians. They're known for their grudges and their loneliness. You know, I don't like stereotypes, but this one, you know, there's a kernel of truth. Bitter Brazilians. Yeah. Lonely, bitter Brazilians. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just, look, I'm just calling that. balls and strikes. Don't get mad. Don't at me. Don't at me. Mutiny's going to get so many letters about this. So many letters just from your boyfriend. So- our, our one and only listener right now. That's not true. Pam told me we had 200 plus downloads per episode. That's so so, far. so nice of your boyfriend At to download this 200 times. Should, I'm like, keep hitting refresh, Henry. Keep hitting refresh. <laughs> I need the stats to go up before these oh, IPA breweries oh, will oh, sponsor that me. That is hilarious. Yeah. Um. And I'm sorry. This is unprofessional to do on the air. What is our timeline? Um. We have. Ten more minutes. Uh, Pam, Pam Benjamin, the proprietress, is here. Yes. She's wearing an interesting sweater. Can we get a better look at that sweater? Ooh. Oh, Ninja it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sweater. It's adorable. It's like Keith Haring did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sweater. Shut up. Okay, Buffalo so that's a one-of-a-kind original sweater. <laughs> wow. You can't get that on Amazon. No, that's but Pam Benjamin has it. That's amazing. Pa- but Pam, I was going to ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Yes. Can you hop on a mic and plug your show at the Dolores and 29th? It's tonight. It's at 7, uh, but it's all sold out, which is crazy. But you can always come tomorrow here to the station at 6 o'clock, and we have outdoor comedy. Outdoor comedy. And then Saturday at 2 at Atlas is going to be another show. And the 12-year-old, that fucking monster, Luca Branches, is on it. You weren't there on Monday. On Monday at Joke Workshop, this child. A 12-year-old. This child comes in and burns the place to the ground. He was so funny. His older brother is Wyatt Frigato Branches, who moved to... New York, and every time he comes back and visits, he does shows here with me. Um, his mom shows up with this twelve-year-old, and he just like burned the place. He the murdered. We were, we were screaming. It was he was so good. I was like, I can I can you do my Saturday show? And he was like, he's like, I gotta ask my mom. <laughs> ah, I love that answer. <laughs> and then she said that he can, and then, oh. and then he got booked. So I'm really excited for Saturday. Wow. Yeah. He's performing it. He's performing at Alice Cafe. Yeah, he was so good. Stop. He was, he was so solid. He did a 9/11 joke. It was Ooh. so good. He was a so. A 12-year-old doing a 9/11 joke. It was. He wasn't even alive. I was amazing though. I lived through it and I haven't written a joke about it. It was. He, <laughs> he's showing me up. Yeah, he was. I mean, what? I was like, uh, 
he's he'll be on TV like in two minutes. He's got to. Okay. Wow. I was wishing that I was on the Olympic gymnastics team when I was 12. Really? I had so many dreams that never came to fruition. But, you know, it's never too late that, for that, comedy. You can do comedy old in life. Gymnastics, not so much. That, that's funny because I wanted to be in the, the Olympics for judo. Really? Yeah. As I used to do judo. Um, I do jiu-jitsu. And the, it's funny because a lot of my friends are in the UFC and some have retired. Some of them, you know, do seminars. And it's funny because I still train, but my body hurts so much. Getting older. I know. I'm, I'm so thankful. I'm happy. I'm about to turn 31. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. That's nothing. Oh, You're my baby. Dude, bro, the way I grew up, though. Right. I'm, I, no. Hard life, hard living. Right. That 12-year-old doing stand-up comedy. My, one of my closest friends, uh, he's doing life now, but when he was 10 years old, he got shot in the neck and survived. Oh. Shit. And, it, yeah, he was, he was a gangster. Like he he shot he showed me how to steal a car at at eight years old and I was like bro what is this like he's like and then he showed me how to drive bro, two years no, later after right. we stole no, said car yeah, we're no, legal to drive these stolen cars now yeah he showed me how to drive a stick I was like damn dude you know and like you know he's doing life in prison but like yeah I know I know but it's okay you know does he and he's a, does comedy or he was like a, he like, should well, I was gonna say a, if he's he a does. rapper you know every time I call him or he calls me he's like hey what's up listen to my mixtape he's like rapping on the payphone yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Right, well at least now he has a captive audience <laughs> <laughs> boom sorry you know what's so funny? There's a lot of guys who are in prison, but they got more Instagram followers than all of us put together. One hundred. You can make money 100. in prison from that now. Yeah. But they're not allowed to have cell phones in prison. How do they get on Instagram? Money talks and bullshit. Yes, and guess what? There's everything in prison. Yeah. There's Besides drugs, vagina. alcohols. Mm. There's, you know, I. Not ass vagina, but real vagina. <laughs> Ass vagina. Ass vagina. Hey, nothing it's, wrong with that ass vagina. What are you talking about? Own. Teach his own. You know Teach what? They're co- female comedians are just called comedians, and ass vagina is just called ass now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? Are you that, like, no homo that you're like, yeah, the, the ass vagina? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call that, ass Yeah, pussy. you know what I did? I it's put, I put it in her ass vagina because I'm not gay. Or bussy. Gays Ooh. are calling it bussy now. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I know. I'm. Enjoy my corn nuts, <laughs> corn has not I know you were like no homo but like this banana and these these nuts these corn nuts these corn nuts delicious I'm sorry just sorry I just... sorry's for the weak don't ever say sorry oh god well nice to meet you I'm weak no I'm just You're kidding strong. I am strong when, we, when I first met you, I liked you because you're... En- no, for real. She's got great energy, I, right? I used to like you, no. but now I don't. Okay, no, go ahead. No, because when I first met her, she was her energy was like... Well, I don't know. like she's oh, out I, there. I get what she's she from, ready. You know? She's yeah, ready. Yeah. Like <laughs> she ready. Yeah. Oh, Tiffany Haddish is just is performing she's these days in L.A., so and I'm funny. so sad that I'm gonna, I'm not in L.A. right now. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. that You no, said she ready. She has the... I really like her Netflix... Series. Yeah, I didn't like she, it. she you ready didn't like Black Mitzvah? It was okay. It was Did you like the lazy stripper part though? At least, come on. It was okay. It was just like it's, you know, because I've been I've, I study stand up comedy, so it's yeah, hard to impress. She's a lot. great. Don't get me wrong. I would never. Yeah, think that. she's, she's great. But it happens to a lot of great comedians and actors too. Like, oh, I know what to expect. Oh, okay, right. that was okay, but it wasn't like the first. Yeah. You know, like okay. I'm talking about though. She has an, two other Netflix uh, okay. specials series that uh, are called She Ready and They Ready, or I think it's they just called Ready, They Ready. Yeah, where it's all just a people. series. She showcases other people. No, no, no. I saw it. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about Black Mitzvah. No, no, no. And then I saw. I love Leslie Jones. I love. Her. Oh my God! I she's saw her so live. She's crazy. She does anything. Yeah. 
does what the fuck she wants. She's so good. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I, I caught it. Electronics, hello. Who else? I saw Roseanne. Beast. Roseanne Barr? Yeah, she was a beast. She's crazy. Yeah, and I was, I was doing security. <clears throat> and uh, it's funny because I didn't know she did Playboy. What? Roseanne was in Playboy? Or something like Playboy or something. Like she was wearing like, you know. <laughs> she, like... she copy edited one uh, one <laughs> issue. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, she, was, she did play. Yeah, yeah when people say that she did Playboy, we know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> when she did, and then there was a fan, a weird, crazy white guy went up to her like, what? Roseanne, sign my Playboy magazine. She's like, ah, no. It was so hilarious. Wait, she did it recently? This is a long Or a lot, like when she was young. Many, many moons ago. Wouldn't many, you what? want to sign that? Like, you're like, yes, thank God we have a memorialized enshrinement of how I used to look. Right. Get those pictures taken now. <laughs> oh, look at her. I know, I wish I had. <laughs> Back when I was hot enough to get away with it. Um. Okay, I have a question for both of you. Okay, I talked about, like, I would like to put together a comedy show in the Castro that's gay-oriented. The answer is yes. Okay, you're I right. will. I will help. You're, you will appear. <laughs> will you come? You come to the Castro and bro on the front. All right, that's my ideal. Because I write a lot of jokes, and I'm like, nobody's gonna get this unless they're gay and over forty. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I wrote, do you I need us to be your like guinea like, pig audience? Those references. No, no, I'm not I'm trying to workshop it. You like boo? No, nah, like boo. <laughs> Nobody understands you. Go watch RuPaul. Again. I'm not gay. I like ass vagina. I like ass. So I don't get your <laughs> this gay coffee joke. shop is my favorite coffee I shop. I don't <laughs> understand your gay joke because I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> okay, but both question to both of you. <laughs> If you could design your own show where you're just going to, it's going to be the perfect audience, the perfect venue, the perfect whatever, what would it look like? Oh. You've been thinking about this for a while now. 